Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films, Narcitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 460, Captain Marvel. It's the beginning of the summer. In March, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like forty degrees outside. I know. Hey, man, I'll so, take I'll take forty over what it has been. Yeah, it's yeah. not even spring yet. <laughs> yeah, it's close. But it's daylight savings time. That counts that, for something. Yeah, I guess. sure so, it does. Yeah, I guess for us uh, being tired as hell. That's true. That's just be pushing that's life. Fi- that's yeah. just pushing fifty, man. You'll you'll see. So uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And uh, joining us via skype phone is longtime listener and Patreon subscriber, Linnea Thunsell. Hey, how's it going? Good, thanks. How are you guys? Good, good. We're great. Did Tom finally get your name right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. I was like, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> She's staring right at me on a 50-inch on a flat screen. How long did it take, Tom, to get your name right? Well... I don't, he said it wrong a couple of times, and then I I messaged and then <laughs> it. So it was, good. It was you, you read it Thunzelli, right, with the double L at the end. I couldn't. I don't remember how I re- how I was saying, it, but it was one. Well, I think I was probably getting it wrong on on both names, right? right? Yeah. So I was just I had no clue. So I, I'm used to it, guys. So it's okay. I, you would have to be. Trust me. You would. Yeah. Have I feel to. your pain. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Shut up, butt eyes. Yeah. See, you lucky I don't come across this. Table. People are like. Joa? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Saying it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, it helps us tremendously. We greatly appreciate it. And of course, uh, you can find us on the internet at facebook.com slash real spoilers. Alta Vista. You have to use yeah. Alta Vista. You can, you can find us by just typing us into Hotbot. Or or Lycos. I love um, that you're going to keep using that. Off air, we were trying to remember what the name that was, yeah. and Tom swore that was a thing, yeah. and he was and he verified it. So now that's his reference. Yeah. <laughs> Even my search engines are old timey. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I just use the Encyclopedia Britannica. If it's oh. not in there, you don't need to know it. Get one of those once a month. Yeah. Tom okay. exclusively browses archive.org for all internet activity. <laughs> 
So you can join the League of Show Sharers and, of course, our Patreon account, patreon.com slash spoilers. Five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and we might subject you to being on the show. Ta-da! Like Linnea Thunsall. <laughs> so, so there, there. We've got, got all that out of the way. Uh, Captain Marvel, one, two, three, go. Yeah. Uh, I guess before we get into it, we should say that, like, I, I'm kind of curious as to what people thought of it. Because this is not, it's not a typical Marvel movie. You know, I thought uh, it was a typical phase one marvel movie that is fair uh, i mean i think it was okay i was right middle of the road Linnea. yeah yeah i i liked it but it's it's not one of the best marvel movies obviously it was really formulaic but that's what i was thinking i'd, I'd is... put it bottom three honestly i oh, think i wouldn't put it i think three. this is on the level um, of thor dark world iron man 2 ooh, like no i i think it's in that company unfortunately i i, I wanted to love it I, yeah i'm the same way like i like by no stretch of the imagination is it a bad movie no, not like, bad i just didn't think it's up to the level of what they've been doing and it and i and i think from my vantage point what they didn't do that I like a lot, and we've talked about this repeatedly, is how they typically take other genres yeah. and then tell a superhero movie over those genres. So, you know, the first Thor movie was faux Shakespearean, and John you get the Hughes. John Hughes for Spider-Man, and, you, you know, you, you get all these kind of different genres to, to freshen up what is basically most superhero movies kind of follow the same beats or origin story type things follow sure. the same beats. And so it's been a really interesting way to keep very similar stories feeling fresh and different and i don't think they did that on this one they didn't uh i think they used their own model you know what i mean like they went back to iron man the franchise has been around long enough (laughs) that that they use their own template as a a template as a nostalgia (laughs) plot point (laughs) right but when they usually take a template they take a director and their style Right. These two directors don't necessarily have that established well, style. Well, neither did th- the Russo brothers. Their style, I think, is like, and, and I do think you see this, is is it's more quiet character studies, sure. right? They did Sugar, yeah. uh, about the, the baseball player, I think, with the Dominican Republic, I, I think, think that's where right. it was from, and, uh, which was a good movie. But it was also a very like kind of quiet, contemplative. It was a lot of like watching him react to the this world because he spoke spanish right and and the movie was largely in spanish and then there would be these bursts of like he's in this world where he doesn't know what's going on he can't you know he can't sure he sings together so you kind of saw it from that pov but um but uh so i do think it kind of does that yeah what, what was linnea what was your kind of take on what yeah, didn't I, work what didn't didn't work for you i think i mean the the beginning of it was so slow yeah. I think it really it very kicked slow, off right. once she hit Earth, but it, I think it, uh, which is thirty minutes in, yeah, you know, because I took a lot of notes. I actually watched it again because I, I wanted to. Like, you go into a movie, and I always try to keep my expectations in check. Listeners know I don't watch trailers, I don't read anything before I see it. Like, I see maybe a couple pictures on Twitter or whatever, and I do that because I don't want to set myself up for being disappointed. Sure. I want to keep my expectations in check. So I went into it the first time wanting to love it, and I mean, like, I didn't have super high expectations, but I was prepared to love it. I should say, yeah, I'm like, it's a Marvel movie, you know, female superhero. Uh, I like Brie Larson a lot. I bought shirts. I bought merch. Like you know, luckily I bought the goose shirt. I think I made the right choice. <laughs> right. Yeah. But but uh, you bought that Captain Mar- Marvel real doll. 
Yeah, which is super uh, awkward it's a for little, you. A little expensive, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> better than the goose reel doll. Yeah. Hey, so, I, we don't we yeah, don't judge. Whatever you're you know, into, what? man. It's better than a real goose. Ah, also true. Yeah. That's, you know, you got <laughs> levels here. But I keep my expectations in check, so it's always hard that first time when you see a movie. Like it's sometimes it can be a really great experience because yeah. you don't know what to expect. And you're like, this was awesome. I have no idea. <clears throat> man of Steel. But with with uh with superhero <laughs> movies, you kind of know, and with Marvel, that's a stamp of quality, right? And so I kind of know what I'm getting. I'm getting a marvel movie right and so the first time i was just really underwhelmed i thought it was a snooze fest it was boring i thought brie larson was stiff in a lot of the acting um i just didn't think it was that great but i'm like i want to see this again i want to make sure it wasn't any kind of like i was having a bad day kind sure, of thing sure. i will say i liked it a little better the second time i i don't now love it but like knowing what i'm getting into i caught more references and things i mean it, it picked it up a little bit in my mind but my point is i really wanted to take notes and make and make sure i was you know, on track here and everything. And so, yeah, like 30 minutes is when she comes to earth and meets fury and everything. And I agree. That's when it picks up and, and it, gets it becomes, it, I mean, they do kind of take the buddy cop idea. Yeah. Like that's sure. kind yeah, of a, a little genre, bit. I guess. Long yeah. Kiss, good night. yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's easy to, I mean, it's it pretty is, easy yes. comparison. To yeah. Make. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just, I mean, what I, did you think? Oh, I, I thought it was good. I, I do. I think it was the best. Of course not. Like it's not, it's not on the level of Winter Soldier or Infinity War. I think it's probably right. I would rank it not in the bottom three. What would you rank it over? I want to know what movies. Probably Ant Man and the Wasp. I think I would enjoy. I think I enjoyed this more than okay. Ant Man and the Wasp. But what else? What else? I mean, considered higher I'll, tier. Would you rank it over? I, what I'm saying I, is, I would everyone not rank ranks. It, I would not rank it over the higher tier. Like yeah. that's. I think. But I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp is easy pickings. Every, I mean, there's a lot of people. So that, I, I think maybe Guardians too. Really? I mean, I, I as much. Look, man, Kurt Russell's in Guardians too. Like that's that's that's, that's a whole statement. A, I know. That's so. Uh, but God, I mean, like you, know, you just compared it to a movie with an amazing use of soundtrack compared I, to a forced use. of I'm soundtrack. I'm not gonna lie. I did have a problem with the soundtrack. Like, I, that's true. Look at I, the way James Gunn puts thought. It's the deep cuts. His his song choices match so beautifully with yeah. the emotions and the scenes. And this movie just it, it hot, hammers just you with pitch, it yeah, yeah. And, it, and it doesn't like here's the thing is there are, there was so much great grunge and alternative rock in mm-hmm. the 90s that i feel like they picked the they most went with popular the, stuff they went right. with now this is what i call music 90s like yeah all, i mean they, sort of. there are I mean, no deep cuts it was just well, like there's, there's hey, that elastica you, song but do you remember kind of a, do you remember guys we're in the 90s hey you're watching a movie yeah. set in the this is 90 like, it was it just, like bojack horseman <laughs> when they would do their then they would do the like it's the 80s yeah like, right right yeah. <laughs> so but and i like so i do have some issues but i think i don't know i felt like guardians was guardians 2 as as much as i loved that movie i i feel like this there's just something maybe i was just more into brie larson because what they did with guardians is there's no real voice to peter quill right mm-hmm. like the i don't take a voice from the comics and be like oh chris pratt is mm-hmm. nailing the voice brie larson nails exactly how i hear hmm. carol danvers from the comics interesting. and i don't read the comics yeah so that's interesting so like there was the brian reed run that was fantastic kelly sue DeConnick has revolutionized that mm-hmm. character she's in the movie um so like i think uh that adds to it for me yeah. Like when I when the the character that I see come off the page is how and, you and Brie Larson yeah. just completely destroy like, I mean destroys in a good way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like how I how I would have heard her. You know, like there that doesn't happen often. So like when I read the Joker, I hear Heath Ledger. Oh really? I hear yeah. Mark Hamill. Oh no, I I I still whenever he he hasn't shown up in a while, but when he does show up in the in the Scots, got, all right, got a little nerdy there. Sorry. 
in the Scott Snyder stuff, I hear Heath Ledger's Joker. That's yeah. how I read it. So when I get to see a, a hear or a character come off the page to the screen, and she looks and sounds how I would picture her. Sure. That, Slam that Yeah, right. Linnea, do you read Captain Marvel comics? No. I'm, okay. I'm not super into the comics, so. Okay, cool. Okay, Tom. Well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> oh, t- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do, do you read Captain Marvel? No, I don't really uh, read, like, girl comics. Oh, yeah. No. I, uh, honestly, I don't like cosmic stuff. Yeah. Like, and and so cosmic stuff is kind of my jam. Yeah. I So I think part of the problem I have here, just Brie Larson, I think is a phenomenal actor. I can't love dis- Brie Larson. I cannot dispute her. I, I saw her first in Short Term 12. Sure. I saw that in theaters, you know, with Rami Malek, with Lakeith Stanfield. Like, that, I le- that cast is ridiculous. I, I left it. Like, people are now doing articles, and I'm like, yeah, I saw that in theaters <laughs> and told everyone it was awesome. You were like you were like the guy that's like, oh, I saw them at the tiny club over yeah, here exactly. before they blew up. Right? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, Room, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, Brie yeah. Larson is a great actor. The problem is, is if they are taking a template, they're taking the Guardians template. They're taking, you know, this is cosmic. She's trying to be kind of a Peter Quill, you know, with the jokey, jokey mm-hmm. stuff. They're giving her Chris Pratt lines, and I just don't think she can deliver Chris Pratt lines. Was I'm, I'm sorry, they were? Yeah, I don't feel like they were. I wasn't getting that at all. What like, you, did I totally miss it? Like, no, I felt she was kind of doing jokes a Han Solo she, kind of well, thing. It, but, I mean, the snarky, smart-ass, like, kind of banter that they give her, and to me, it just... What I mean is that they're trying, they're doing the Marvel thing. It doesn't matter. Okay, Thor, Ragnarok, Guardians. Guardians set the the jokey tone, right? Like everything, yeah. you know, to do yeah. the bounce. And I've really liked it in what they've done. But in this movie, her delivering those lines just didn't work for me. Like it just was a stiff delivery where I feel like she's a great actor, but she doesn't have that personality like a Chris Pratt, like Chris Hemsworth. You know, and it has nothing to do with being man versus woman. It's just these are comedians. Or your name being Chris. Yeah, or doesn't have no <laughs> definitely. But it's like, but those are comedians. I mean, they have a background with right. comedy. You know, and they they're just so good. And as good as she is as an actor, I don't think she's a comedian. Uh, she played a really good bitchy part in Scott Pilgrim. But like, I think it's easier to be like a snarky. You know, Scott Pilgrim kind of, starring Captain America and Superman. Right, right. Yeah. But I think that's easier though than in this one for her to do the the Han Solo. The that's Star the way Lord. it came off to me was like she was. She had the confidence and she had the uh, not the take no kind of garbage attitude, but it was just kind of like where Han Solo kind of has like that unearned confidence. You know what I mean? Um, To me, I feel like she had she had earned it. Why? Because I feel, so we know her background. She may not remember it, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't still have that. Okay, But as a viewer, I'm like, well, I mean. Yeah, I guess, but yeah. I mean, like, I you know her background as mm. you go forward in the movie. Yeah, you right. know? fair you enough. Know? I mean, I don't want. I just, I'm just giving my take on it, and I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, to me, it's like lo- thinking she's such a great actor. Like, it's nothing against her personally, but I think they wrote lines for her that didn't fit. I don't know. Did you get any of that, Linnea? Or did maybe I'm just crazy? <laughs> I liked her a lot. Okay. I thought she did great. Thanks, Linnea. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> now Linnea is like, thanks for joining us, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to pay a lot higher Patreon for that. Yeah. I mean, I'll I, kick, I'll kick back on the beach. Yeah. You I know that you know the the trolls are complaining oh, that you know, like, oh, it's woke. And honestly, my I think my one of my biggest complaints. Here's my hot take. Ooh. I don't think it's woke enough. I agree. I, I, I think that that when we see her backstory, for the most part, like it and and maybe this is as a guy, maybe maybe a female had a different take, but it didn't feel like she had a lot of like 
gender inequity to overcome. Like there was the one guy that has the line about, you know why they call it a cockpit, don't you? Um, but for the most part, it was like, well, she's struggling in boot camp, but that's boot camp sucks. Like that's yeah. going to be hard for anybody, the rope thing and all that. Like I don't think anybody's walking up and just nailing that. God, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And so, but, um, and so like when they get to the just a girl scene, I, I just, I kind of felt like they hadn't earned it yet. Like, I, like it felt a little on the nose and it, and I felt like, I should be loving this moment. Like when it first started, I was like, oh, that's cool. When I hear the opening strains, sure. I know exactly what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then like the longer it went on, I'm like, but when you think about the story the movie was telling, it was it wasn't about like Wonder Woman. There was a lot of that. And I don't feel like they beat you over the head with it either. No, but there was certainly that element of like, OK, girl, or like pretend to be more of a of a lady smile. Yeah. And, and that you know? sort of stuff. And so when she crosses no man's land, you're like right on. That, that scene was incredible. And like I, this movie didn't have a no man's land. Scene well, for I me. think just a girl was supposed oh. to be that scene. And yeah. I don't feel like they had. I don't feel like they did the yeah. setup enough. But I don't know. Is there, is there something I I missed that like if I was a female I might feel differently about? No, I mean I liked that scene and yeah. I liked the song coming up. But uh, I think it was more too just her realizing that she had power as a human, right? Not as a Cree or whatever it was, which is you know you kind of want her to realize it empowering you know as a woman or whatever. Sure. But, do you, yeah. do you do you think that maybe if they had added I don't know because I think it is kind of hard to uh, in those scenes like we get the scene where she's racing the go the go kart and she crashes and her dad comes out and kind of yells at her like I feel like that's one of those scenes where he's just kind of like what do you you can't do that like you're not you're too fragile to race that fast so I feel like that scene worked but then the baseball scene happens and it's just kind of like I mean the and I guess you could say that it was the the dude pitcher not wanting to get hit by the girl like you know back you know obviously you know you play baseball like a girl right you know so like i kind of understand that one and the boot camp one does kind of lose me only because they did that exact same scene in captain america <laughs> and captain america couldn't do it right granted he hadn't been in he didn't have the super soldier sure yet, but it was the exact same scene right and he didn't do it so it's like that she's not doing something where a man is trying to keep her down she, like you said she's yeah. climbing up a rope with her uh, nothing but her arms and legs like that's that's not I, easy for anybody to do I, you know and the the thing that i coming one, from a man yeah one of the things that i thought was odd as far as like i don't want to compare this and wonder woman but it's impossible not to like because they're trying to accomplish sure. similar things you know wonder woman was dc's first female-led superhero movie this is marvel's beat into the gate um so well, as I said in the box office report, report, it's fun to pit women against each other. Yeah. So we should go down this road. So <laughs> cat fight. Yeah. yeah. But it, so it's like so I don't want one to win over the other. I don't go. I love Wonder Woman. So Captain Marvel can fail. I want Captain Marvel to be amazing. I want Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman two to be amazing. Like it's not that. But so comparing them though, as they are uh, trying to accomplish similar things. I felt such an emotional resonance with Wonder Woman and I know that it was first so maybe that's a little bit part of it but the way that Patty Jenkins handled Wonder Woman and the the shots and the character development and everything um like 
I related to it even being male. Like when they go to Themyscira and you see all those powerful women and fighting and there's no men, it's just women and you're seeing them do things that we only see men do in action scenes and action movies. Like I felt emotional as even being a man. I'm like, this is beautiful. Like that moment almost made me tear up. I know that might be weird, whatever. I don't care. But like seeing that in film as a film critic, as a lover of superhero movies, whatever, like I felt emotional because I'm like, God, that is beautiful, right? And and I just think that was such an amazing film and everything. This movie just didn't, like, they were trying to do that. Like, on paper, like, that same thing was there where they were trying to make you feel that way for her, but it just didn't click for me. And I'm still, even after seeing it twice, trying to pinpoint it, but I just feel like Wonder Woman captured that feeling better and it might be the director, you know, it might just be a better script and or it might be Gal Gadot. There's a lot of factors, but I think I think Brie Larson, it's tough. I think Brie Larson, I, I if I had to get if I had to pick, I would watch Brie Larson over Gal Gadot. Would, would you watch this movie again before Wonder Woman? I'm just curious. So here's the problem with Wonder Woman. OK, is it? Well, I don't want to go on a huge road. No, 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 I just no, mean, it's, it's real. It's real quick. OK, that movie is great until the end. The third act, but the third it falls apart. Is this apart movie the, great in the third act? Uh, I think it has a better third act than Wonder Woman. Okay, uh, I'm because I I kind of feel like it feels like it has a better third act because Wonder Woman had such a good first two acts. Yeah, yeah that you're just like, oh, now we're just doing now we're just doing the DC thing, standard superhero stuff. Yeah, and and uh, where this one I maybe didn't raise your expectations as high. So when it does when it goes down that road, you're not as much as like, oh. We're doing that. Yeah, I think the advantage that this one has also is we know where we're going. Yeah. I we think know what we're getting. Like, they're gearing, they're setting everything yeah. up. I have a theory that they've been set, that they set this up in uh, in Age of Ultron. Oh. I, but I feel like watching this that they knew what they were doing as much as the lost creators knew what the smoke monster no, was. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, this I, movie, honest, take I, it I, out I, of circulation, and at the end of Infinity War... He calls Captain Marvel, and you're like, "Whoa, that's Captain Marvel!" And she shows up in Endgame. I I feel the exact same way. I th- I think that there has been a seed that has been planted in this movie that is going to set everything up. Okay. In Phase Four, when we get well, to that's s- possible. We I'm not to, not denying to, that. When we get to Secret Invasion, they're going to be like, "Go back and look at this one scene," and that was the tell in the nine in. But also, comic books have been figuring out ways to do that for years. Absolutely, it's one of it's part of what makes it fun. Yeah. When they go back and find that little sliver of. Of of plot that they can say no 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 it all hinged on this <laughs> right, you yeah know? right right so let's start about let's talk about the start of this movie yeah the best most beautiful Marvel Studios title card of all time yeah I mean this came can't. out of nowhere uh I think I mean you, I had you a expect feeling. a little but you expect a little thank you you know Spider Verse yeah. thank you Stan Lee Steve Ditko they redid the Marvel Studios ten you know Marvel title card intro with all clips of Stan Lee and I just thought. That made me feel emotional, and uh, the that audience one, that one hit e- me right in the feels. And the audience erupted. Did yeah. anyone else have like almost a standing ovation no. when that hit? No. I saw it with critics. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I saw it opening night, and Jaded they did. I mean, they yeah. didn't clap for any other part of this movie, but they clapped for that. I just I thought it was really cool. They didn't have to do that. They could have just done a basic thank yeah. you thing, and I just thought that no, was, it was that was the one part where it uh, it hit me harder than I thought it was. Yeah, it was yeah. emotional. Did yeah. did your how did your theater react to that? Um, we had a. a drunk guy getting kicked oh, out of the theater oh. for the first 10 minutes so at least it was the first uh, 10 and not the last 10 right yeah yeah what but was he, he was, doing um, that rose to the level of ejection he was yelling and then going like turning around and asking people for popcorn and like oh it was it was a mess i will and, say this uh, i will what? say this I, we know what i love about this story the most what's that the first first marvel movie 
star like with a, with a female lead, right? And what happens at your screening? A man gets kicked out. <laughs> gets right. a man premature ejection. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then what? What time did you see it? Out of curiosity. It was a seven o'clock on Friday. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. It's not even that That's bad. That's early at a mall. Yeah. And so, and who pregames for Captain Marvel? <laughs> like, I think know. I think this is someone that lives pregame. Like, right. I, yeah, that could now, also be true. Now, do you guys want to take? Bet? I don't know how we'll find out, but would you put money on the fact that this guy went home and did a Rotten Tomatoes review? <laughs> I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> no, because he seemed really excited about the movie, but I think that was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you get too excited. Well, also, also, sometimes you use booze to chill yourself out, and I think he was so excited. Yeah, I and think I, that was his aim. <laughs> and I will also say, I don't think he went home and left a, a bad Rotten Tomatoes review because those guys aren't paying to see the movie. That's also that's true. true. Yeah, that's, that's true. part of the problem. That was, it's it, yeah. Well, I mean, we won't even get it. That's not even worth talking about. Yeah. We'll talk no, about no. the last one. Well, about, let's, yeah, let's let's yeah. actually so get this past one, the title card. It opens up on Hala, which is the home world of the Kree. Hala, Hala. So why didn't they play? Angel so she Hala back is girl. a Hala back girl. Yeah. Because <laughs> just just a girl's a better song. Because it didn't come out in the nineties. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, so we're on Hala and we're introduced to uh, Jude Law, who Jan Rog tricked me. I thought he was going to be the real Marvel. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Because uh, that's kind of in the comment in the original source material. That's kind of her mentor. Go read the the Death of Captain Marvel graphic novel by Jim Starlin. Got it. It's great. Yeah, so we're introduced to like that little team, and she's on that team. Is uh, I always say his name wrong, and Brad always gives me crap. Jaiman Hansu is he the character from Guardians? I don't know. He, I feel because like you don't cast you, you that guy. You can't cost, <laughs> cast him in two cosmic movies, right? And then oh, it, I think he was absolutely that character. Yeah. Okay. I just want it. So this is like that. So what character happened to before. his head? I don't know. It was like ten years or whatever. Isn't <laughs> yeah. It? It, 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 <laughs> right. That's a good point. That's fair. Totally. I, w- I wish the viewers had Skype so they could see the look <laughs> she made. Just the, the disdain like, on me with that bolt. <laughs> like what? But, also, he's an alien. Who knows? What yeah. Happens. yeah. So no, I totally think he was. Too. I'm just like, there's no way they cast that dude, and it's just another character no 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 you so we get to yeah. see where the guy that does the the start that interacts with star lord at the beginning of that movie but yeah. so is he working in guardians is he working for ronin well yeah and yes. that movie is all about is, ronin right? right that's the tie-in yeah. right? okay because okay. we find out later in this movie that ronin's the one behind all this crap well that well the, ronin, the, the kree the kree are the ones well that and behind. the accusers yes yes yeah. the whole show yeah like everything that Jude guardians says, talks about yeah in the first when yeah. they when they go to um the Nova planet yeah. is, and you know, the everything that guardians, this one they tie it in, obviously yes, he's because yes. when you talk to the scroll dude later on, you know, he's like, well, you know, it's the, 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 the Kree and the accusers. Yeah. I mean, so they're all, yeah. Right. And I do like that. We get a different looking Ronin. Yeah. Like he does look younger Yeah, and it's Lee Pace. Totally. So who was Ronin and guardians. Gotta so love bring, Lee Pace. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that they're kind of like a strike team is uh, Jude Law, Carol Danvers, or who they call Vers, mm. which I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Like yeah. when you find out why they call her mm-hmm. Vers, I was like, all right, that's all right. Uh, and they are um, going after a scroll, right? Like they're going after. They're the trying to recover like an this, undercover agent, right? I think the important character development for Jude Lod's character, Jan Rog, is Carol wakes up from from this dream, this nightmare right. of, of she's constantly seeing the crash replay in her head, but she doesn't have all the details. She wakes up. 
uh, Jude Law, and she's like, I couldn't sleep, and do you want to fight? And this is where you get the first sequence where it's like, you know, don't let your emotions get the better of you. I mean, it's the total, like, you know, you're a girl, don't be emotional thing, and that's what... Oh, I don't think... I don't... See, I, I, I didn't, didn't read it that you way. You didn't take it that Because their oh. entire culture's that way. Yeah, the Cree, the Cree are it's kind like of like... It's like if a Vulcan like a, tells you, don't, uh, right. don't get emotional. No, that's like, the way... That's exactly think, the way I, I took I it. I can't imagine it's not a double I think meme, the though. audience is supposed to take it that way, though, because I, I definitely balked yeah. at that. Did like, you really? I think, and I think if you're a woman that especially rings true because you're used to hearing that all the time, you know, I mean, I don't right. know, you know, and I'm just don't want to speak out of turn, but it's like, you're, I think you're used to telling women that, yeah. <laughs> but the writers of this are trying to implant that it may be because of the race, but they're what they're trying over and over. They're hitting you in the head with don't let your emotions get the better of you this. And at the end of the movie, she turns her emotions into a power and that's I, supposed to be the redemption. For boy, I wish we'd have seen somebody say something like that, like in the, in the boot camp flashbacks yeah. or something, because I, know. because I, I totally took it as just like, well, this is what this culture does. Right. I took it at that. I mean, that's what the Cree are. Like yeah. the Cree are an emotionless kind or, you know, they keep your emotions in check kind yeah. of culture. And that's the way I took totally. it. Totally. Yeah. I, I, again, I think it's a, a, I mean, it's a metaphor. Sure. It's, a, it's, that's just, you know, so uh, he says that you're going to have to go see the, if you can't control your powers, you're going to have to go see the Supreme Intelligence. Uh, she ends up blasting Jude Law across the room with her powers. She goes to see the Supreme. Did you, have you ever seen what the Supreme Intelligence looks like? No, is it crazy? It's cra- like it's Dormammu crazy. Yeah, and I was just like, "Damn it!" Is it like Krang and uh, uh no, and like it's, 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 it's and honestly, it he looks. Like, I guess it's an it. Uh, lo- it's like a giant green, like floating bubble. Oh, okay. with like tentacles and stuff. Yeah, like if you thought Dormammu was hard to put. On it's cr- well, also I feel like at this point, Dormammu's not that hard <laughs> to put on screen. Right. Uh, but you could just. D- but it's the way they did it. They and handled I, it and very well. And I get well. that you have a net bending in this movie, yeah. and you want to use her more than once. Yeah. I get that. So the explanation for that. So no one, supposedly, no one knows the form of the supreme intelligence. It whoever talks to it, it takes place of the most important person in their right. life. And so we find out from later on that uh, Net Benning's character is uh, was very important to Carol. She she was uh, a researcher on the Air Force base, and they went on this mission. They eventually fly together, and that's when the crash happens. She is with I think is Doctor Larson yeah. is the character. Well, I, Lawson. Lawson. Okay, She's, it's Brie Larson. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, okay, so Doctor Lawson. So you have Annette Benning, and and she explains about uh, her power. You know, she says Jude Law says you're ready to go on missions and all this stuff. Keep your emotions in check again. Jude, Jude Lawson. Jude, Jude Lawson. Lawson. Yeah, <laughs> they're all related here. Uh, but she says, now remember, your power that's been given can be taken away. And we see that she has an R two D two restraining yeah, she's, bolt she's in got, her neck. Yeah, she's got like an inhibitor chip. Yeah, like on the back of and her. And it kind of glows. And so what she's saying is that we've given you this power. And we can take the power away, which comes into play later on. Um, yeah. And then so they go on this mission. And this is the first time we get to see her uh, kind of in like the tr- like this is the, the this costume. exposition bothered me. I, I mean, you know, got to shout it out for Jeff Hamilton, though, the when they're explaining to her how Cre- now remember, this is what Cree and Skrull are like. And, you know, it's like and that, she that, knows that, that does like, become you know? a thing like that is that as an <laughs> Avengers that no, is a that, massive. That's fine, but it's right. like you know the the Cree do this and the Skrull do this, and, and it's like, dude, she freaking knows. <laughs> I also I am explaining. exactly. So I'm just like, oh come on, that kind of stuff. And that's again, I think I I think the writing, I I think there's issues with that, and I think they could have found a better way to 
you right. know, introduce it. But the first, oh, I think it would have been great if they'd have played it like like that. If they'd have played yeah. it like mansplaining, yeah, she should have said something like, "Roll her eyes yes. at it." Like, it's not my first day. <laughs> the first thirty minutes, and especially, I'm guessing if you haven't read the comics, but part of the reason that it's so slow and unentertaining is because there's so much of this gibberish that's nonsensical. Like, if you don't know the Captain Marvel stuff, the names they mention, the right. stuff, the technology, I was sitting there like. What? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So they're they're expecting the audience to just roll with this, and they did that with another movie recently, whatever, where they were just throwing out all these weird words, and you're just like, oh, like another Marvel movie? No, whatever oh. movie we talked about a few weeks ago, I can't oh, remember oh, even which Alita one it was. Alita Battle Angel Alita. Yes, Alita, <laughs> yeah. where they were throwing out the oh, you know the the yeah. Kublacon style or whatever. Right, yeah. Like, what? So <laughs> yeah, the Rubik's Cube style. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kukla Fran and Ollie. Are gonna... <laughs> so anyway, so they so, explain yeah, so that they. So this is the first time we get to see her kind of in what the the more traditional uniform for her has become now. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, it's green. You it's, know, in, in all the promotional black, material, black, green and uh, like gold. Yeah, you see yeah. the red, blue, and gold in all the promo stuff. But at right. first, in the movie, she has the Cree. Yeah. So colors. like the original Captain Marvel uniform for the dude was like white, and it had like the the same helmet was kind of the same. It was kind of the same, and it was white and green and black. Uh, so this one is is very kind of just like an updated version of that of cool the, uniform the, oh yeah, yeah i mean yeah. It, whether it's green or colorful like i like the design of it and yeah it looked really cool so the helmet is new like the helmet has become like a that lets them breathe when they go to outer space it comes well on i mean like her like with the with the mohawk yeah. and everything like that is a new thing probably yeah. in the last ten, five years six years maybe since yeah. since kelly sue DeConnick again in this movie very cool mm-hmm. uh took over the character okay. and did like the carol core and all that stuff like that whole thing is new uh, so they go in. They got. They hop on. Do they get in the ship? Do they break into the ship? Mm, I mean, they they take a ship to the right. planet, and then they start doing all their recon. With they've got their they're trying to find their operative, and there's a bunch of you know they're ambushed by Skrull. So they land on the planet where they're trying to find their operative. They're ambushed by the Skrull who have disguised them. We right. find out that the Skrull, their ability is to shapeshift into whatever. And that's this is where I get confused because I could have sworn that the Skrulls were tied into the Fox deal. I could have sworn the scrolls went with the Fantastic. Oh yeah, Four. because that's why in Avengers they weren't scroll, right? They were who were the who were they in the Avengers? Anyone? It's been oh Chitari, Chitari, yeah, because they couldn't use scroll. Right, you're, you're correct. So but I, but so I like I. They probably I, I will say though I like the Chitari way better than I like the Chintelevision. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, but I only the, grew up with Nintendo, so I yeah. don't know. Coleco was okay, though. <laughs> but I think they probably, what they did is they say, uh, yeah, we're going to own Skrull in approximately 10 minutes, so we're going to be using I that guess, this I guess, man. I feel like they were cutting that a little I don't close. I know that you can't, though. I mean, because I mean, if they, the deal doesn't go through, like, I'm just saying, I yeah. think it was a different deal than we must have thought. Maybe. Okay. Or they somehow, or, you know, or maybe they did go to them and say, we're going to own you in 10 minutes, so license it to us. Right. Yeah. But There had to be some deal, because I know sure. that. That's why they used Chitari. Right. That, that was the big deal. It was like, oh, those are scroll, but because yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so they they're they take the form of those of other people. They can't mm-hmm. like figure out who's who. Of the um, from the scrolls. Yeah, they just they look like just randos. I mean they're just like like people. They don't look like the alien. No, right. Yeah. yeah, they don't and I do actually I appreciate the fact that they gave them the weird chin. Yeah. Like the scroll chin. It is weird, yeah. yeah so Ben uh, Mendelssohn's is great. He is fantastic in this movie. I I think Ben Mendelssohn is MVP of this movie. He is Yeah, awesome. he definitely helps. He, I think he uh, is th- awesome. Yeah, he's he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh yeah, so there's a massive fight. But he I think he's great at like playing 
playing the villain, but playing the villain in such a way that when they flip the script, you're like, oh, okay. he hasn't burnt bridges. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you, you're not like, you've done stuff so bad, I don't <laughs> want you to be a good guy. Yeah, I, on the flip side, I did feel a little bit like, oh, now they're the good guys, like, maybe a little conversation could help this out. Like, the, the switch was a little cheap to me, right. but you're right, though, he wasn't so bad to where you couldn't believe it. Right. I just was like, there were a lot of points where he could have said, hey, listen up. Like, even if she wouldn't totally believe him right away, like, instead of him toying with her because he he was it was basically like cat and mouse when he has her tied up upside down you know he's just they're giving kind of funny answers and blah blah, blah. and it's like talk to her and say no these you're you don't know but you're working for the bad guys like yeah but just, i mean uh, but everybody thinks the other side is the bad you know yeah. i mean the, and they the, play on that a lot yeah i'm i'm sure the the Viet Cong thought the americans <laughs> were the bad guy they're not going to sit, sit there and capture an american and say hey you're on the wrong side <laughs> yeah. like i mean like you know i yeah. mean that's i, I, I mean that's it. true of any war sure. no and i thought of that too i'm like yeah they're all villains to each other i just mean that he played it so villain yeah. until he switched not bad villain but you know he played right. it so enemy and then he switched and it was like i just but feel I, like I don't know. I guess I took it as like he had the same shortcomings as she did in that like, well, they're the enemy and they're, they're so they're bad and yeah. they're, you know, like, yeah. the, you know, the Cree to the scrolls are the scrolls. Yeah. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just they, I mean, there's a, there was they, a whole event called the the Cree scroll war. Yeah. I mean, like they, that was a big thing. They're both yeah. painting each other with the same brush of that side's awful and less than i i mean you can't say human yeah sure. but you know less than intelligent sentient life and right so we can kill them and do whatever we want to yeah. basically so yeah. yeah so the big fight happens and then brie larson or carol is captured uh by telos mm-hmm. who is ben mendelson's character uh so we she which kinda, sounds like a 90s uh telos phone long distance <laughs> oh i was thinking like, like a like a 90s <laughs> alternative band that no, didn't was, quite make it it sounds it like a close. 90s long distance carrier <laughs> yeah. like do you have mci or telos <laughs> mci <Yeah>. wow <laughs> I mean, yeah that's a good one so, so, she, 90s. Yeah. so she's captured and the scroll have this technology where they can go into their memories and he's trying to rewind and figure out who this important person There's is this engine yeah this this power that some is somewhere and they know that Carol is the key to figuring out yeah. where that is. So I really liked the scene where he kept rewinding it and she kept like, saying Wait, this, go back. She kept saying the same thing because at first she just says, you know, whatever she is, ready to get in the air. I can't right. remember the exact line. Uh, but she says it and then and then they're like rewind and then she says it again but a well, little it's more also, like Yeah, she's they're in Carol's mind. So like Carol keeps reliving the same thing. Yeah. And I do like where she's like Hey, wait a minute. We like, see it through her actual living memories. Right. It's not just a memory flashback. It's like she's in it. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, didn't we just do this? Yeah, and she keeps turning around and like, you know, oh, she says, I prefer the view from up there. That's why I take notes. Oh, and yeah, she okay. keeps saying it and she's coming from different directions. She's behind her and she says, I prefer the view from up right. yeah, But I like, I, yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah. And then, uh, so Carol gets- But they, they enhance, enhance, enhance. Right. And then Dr. We Wendy it, Lawson. Do- Wendy Lawson. Uh, and we, we never, we know that, if you know the comic book, you know that- Carol is an Air Force pilot. Mm-hmm. So you know she's a captain, which there there's another there's a great dynamic between her and Captain America mm-hmm. when you see them together in the comic books at least. When you see them together, they're both lifelong military people, so like they have like this different uh connection to each other than anybody else on the team because I guess, you know, they've seen combat, they've do whatever. So like I hope that we get I mean, spoilers. At the end of this movie, you do get to see them together. But it's for a brief second. And I hope that that comes off when we get to Endgame. Yeah. Depending on how long we get Captain America in that movie. 
I'm willing to bet not for very long. Yeah. Um, so she busts out of there. She does, and she gets away. Big fight with like five or six different scrolls, and she like that's she got thing. her hands bound, so she doesn't have her power. So she's just like smashing, people. smashing them. And like. I do, and I like, you know, I think it's I don't, I don't think Brie Larson does action. I don't right. Am I right? I don't well, think well, she's not historically right. No. So I do appreciate. She did uh, Free Fire would be the closest thing. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, um, which was just a year or so ago. So that they they. They give her enough. They pull like the the directors of this flick pull back enough, where they give you some decent action. You know, yeah. obviously my clearly, gripe, my clearly. my gripe is when they do the close cuts. Yeah, and you can obviously tell that they are just like yeah. trying to like splice things together. Yeah. I mean, clearly it's all from the back of her head. It's not fine. her doing that. You know, it's just I'm fine with yeah, that. It looks like her. It's not disconcerting or anything. It's, right, but yeah, she's not an action person. No, but but they they pull back enough where they give you enough mm-hmm. of the action beats. Yeah, uh, and then so the the ship has warped to Earth. Like they're right outside the Earth's atmosphere, and Carol gets away. So she she ends up, uh, you know, she's fighting, and she ends up blasting those inhibitors off. off, And but I think she ends up blasting a hole or damaging the hull. It busts open, and so everyone's getting sucked out of the ship. But yeah, they're right over Earth. Right, and she jumps into an escape pod Mm -hmm. and heads to Earth. Yeah. Uh, In the process, obviously, she falls into a blockbuster. Which I was like, yeah, well, let's the do 90s, it. Joe. Let's do it. I loved it. I love <laughs> that she shot. So that's the thing. What year did True Lies come out on video? It's. I mean, that's, you could look that up. What year was the release on, on video? Because <laughs> she shoots Arnold's face yeah, off. Right. And so it's, was, it's a True Lies standee. Yeah, it's funny. So, yeah, she busts through the whole of the blockbuster. There's tons of VHSs around. And, yeah, she shoots the head of Arnold <laughs> off. But Jamie Lee's still standing of there. Of course uh, she is. came out in January of 95 on VHS. And what year did Just a Girl debut? Uh, uh, Tragic Kingdom came out September twenty first, nineteen ninety five. Okay, so we're I mean, with the exception of the Mall Rats thing, yeah, like which I when I see that I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah, I wish they would have de-aged him. I know that was the only thing that didn't because I went back and watched. He's that very clip. young. Mall Rats is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. I love Mall Rats. I love Mall. I just love it. It's I guess you could call it like a deep fried taco. I didn't say it's his best movie. Right. It's my favorite Kevin Smith movie. I love that movie. Interesting. Um, but he has the gray hair, the mustache. He's got it's a gray, full like, head of hair. I mean, yeah. But either way, what I thought about the cameo, well, we'll get there, but yeah, we'll I thought it was very sweet. I, I loved seeing him. Yeah. And I loved the callback. Oh, yeah. So she's she, in the blockbuster. She comes out. She destroys the blockbuster. Did, did you see what movie she picked up? No. So she picks up a VHS of the right stuff, which is oh, about sure. it's pilots, yeah. a test. Yeah. Which if you've never seen, have you ever seen the right stuff? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. What a great movie. Have you? No. Oh my god, it's so good. Do it. It's so good. That's your homework. Okay. It's, and it's an intimidating <laughs> film because you're like a three-hour movie about about astronauts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. And uh, but it's but, about them trying to create. It's, a, yeah. It's like an origin story of NASA. Yeah. And it's, it's great. And it's so cool. And I'm not like a giant space nerd. I'm just a regular nerd. And uh, <laughs> and it's it's a fascinating story. And the book. Is really good too. Is, oh, well, that's yeah. not gonna happen. Don't cut yourself short. I wouldn't call you just a regular nerd. <laughs> yeah, I would say like next level. Oh, <laughs> yeah. thank you. You're welcome. So, no, you're welcome. I'm so <laughs> glad you took it that way. So seldom we compliment each other around here. <laughs> so yeah, so she, you know, she she walks outside. Did you I, love seeing all those VHSs? Though? I loved every like all it's the cup. so it's Is he so hook in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have almost started to go back and buy stuff on VHS. I have already. Yeah, you they're hipster. I know. No, they're they're so cheap. I have hundreds. They're a lot of them unopened. I love for the collect just for collecting. It's also, so fun. like, yeah, but it's also fun. I so another weird nerd thing. I was they opened a new record shop okay. uh, close to the house, and so you know I go in, check it out, see what they've got because it says comics and yeah. all you know all, all kinds of stuff. 
and they have a giant selection of laser discs. Oh yeah. And I was just like, "There's Escape from New York on laser." I've sent you a picture of Escape from New York on I know, laser disc, but I had it in my hand. Oh, and I different one, yeah. So I have it in my hand. I see the price tag. I was like, "It's reasonable." But you're not buying it because you're like, oh, oh my god, Laserdisc no. is the way to watch it. You're I like, I almost bought a Laserdisc player. No, that well, that's god, fine. I just threw one away <laughs> like Son of four a years ago. I'm not <laughs> saying right. I gave it to somebody. Oh, right. I'm, I'm not saying you wouldn't watch it when you buy it. My point is that's it's it's the collectability. It's it's having one of your favorite movies on a Laserdisc yeah. with a different cover. It's a big square thing like a vinyl album. It is like a vinyl. It's like a it's work of art. Of and album. and so yeah. I get it. And VHSs are dirt cheap. It's really fun to find them. They're really old ones with the cool cover art and everything. I don't have to sell me, but yeah, so she blows up the blockbuster. Yeah, basically. And I was yeah. like, oh man, I feel bad for the guy that's got to come in at nine nine a.m. Be like, what yeah. happened to my store? I don't know. I've, I've been that guy when a car went through the front of a store. Oh. We got. A, I got a call at like I don't know three in the morning. My boss like, oh. you got to come to work, and I was like, Wait, what? Yeah, I just why, left. Why are She's they like. So there was a bar that was close to the blockbuster. The guy missed the turn because he was having a quote unquote coughing fit. <laughs> and by coughing fit, I mean take getting taken care of by a girl and oh. missed a turn. Turns up in across the across the bushes. No pun intended. Uh that was for you. Very well, well yeah, he was getting taken by there was no bush involved. Well, you don't know that. You have no idea how I'm how he was being taken care of. This well. was back in the nineties, it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the nineties. I feel so old. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, uh, well, so her helmet did have a Brazilian. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh missed the turn across and then drove up into the store. Yeah. And then once he was in the store, drove down the new release wall. <laughs> so he goes through the through the front of the store, doesn't stop, ricochets off the wall. <laughs> Ping. That's exactly what it looked like. And so we come in and it is destroyed. I can imagine. Why did they call employees and like because we had to go clean it up? Like they, I just feel the, like you the, hire uh, a clean. My DM like, wanted it wanted us open at night. No. Swear to Jeff Samuel, there was if a, you ever hear this. What's his name? Jeff Samuel. I think I know him. You, you might. <laughs> was he like kind of a short guy? Uh yeah. Have yeah. you ever set? He collected comic books. Oh, like, that's very possible. Jeff he, Samuel was a I'm almost positive he used to come into the comic book that's store. That's hilarious. That I, that he I was my boss. At. Yeah, <laughs> he was really good friends with the guy who owned it. Oh, that's funny. So that's hilarious. This is fascinating. Yeah. Listener. <laughs> yeah. So Linnea, yeah. Linnea, what's your memory of Blockbuster? Oh, we used to go all the time. Did you? What yeah. I mean? Well, we had a Blockbuster and a video update and a Mr. Movies. What year were you born? Eighty-seven. Okay, so you're right there. Like you're you're in the heyday of the blockbuster. I was a Hollywood video guy. I definitely went to Blockbuster, but like the Hollywood video was closer. Uh, my friend Jason, who I still talk to to this day i mean he was the manager um yeah it, i i uh but i loved blockbuster i i uh used when i moved after the place was close to hollywood um they started doing that um in-store unlimited sure rental oh, yeah. thing and so you could just you know get a, a movie take it home so as fast as you could watch movies you could turn them in and so i'll always remember like just you know going up there all the time and getting new movies but the the best experience of the video store i think which is very similar to the record store is talking to the the other film nerds talking to the employees and saying like, what should I watch? You know? And that's the thing that you lose today with online. I mean, there's tons of, you of get reviews, garbage there's reviews. Tons of, but there's tons of reviews and there's tons of opinion and you find the people you trust on Twitter or whatever. But that, that human interaction, just the, um, the event of it to yeah. go to blockbuster, talk to someone there. They talk about the movies they love and recommend stuff you've never heard of. And you know, that's the stuff I'm nostalgic for. Did you, Linnea, did you say you had mom and pop places? Yeah, we had like a Mr. Movies and a video update. And Did you like the Blockbuster more or the Mom and Pop places more? 
I think the blockbuster had more movies, well, so true, we were there yeah. probably more that, often. That's fair. Uh, yeah, no, here we had so we had a blockbuster. We had Star Video was the spot. Like that was the you one. Just like actually had the dirty movies. Not in the even background. that. Uh-huh. Not even they did have that. But like also <laughs> the dude that worked there was like Randall. Like he was Randall is the best. So like oh, you, you can watch behind the scenes videos. Yeah, they're great. See them recreate. The they're c- hilarious. Mm. So but like to me, the blockbuster was like, uh, don't get me wrong. I spent 13 years of my life working for that company. But like the star video, the movies to go like those were the spots because I could walk into a star video. That dude didn't give a crap what I rented. <laughs> you mean when you weren't seventeen? Oh, there I was walking up there at like thirteen. Oh, that was the best, man. When I uh, the first video store we had a membership at, uh, it was like a mom and pop thing, and uh, my my membership number I was six. <laughs> like I like <laughs> not even joking. Mine at the blockbuster on back. Grand <laughs> yeah. was three, and uh, and but like it was great because I mean you're talking this would have been like eighty three. Okay, I yeah. had a membership. Yeah, and. Uh, and so nobody was like, "You're too young to have one." It wasn't like my parents; it was mine. <laughs> right. And and uh, and then like they never gave any thought to like if I rented our movies. Nope. And so nope. like they hadn't. And it so, didn't. That dude didn't care what I. I rented. But I always made a point to like I would rent rated our movies, but I wouldn't rent the like obviously like sure dirty one. I wouldn't rent Porky's, <laughs> but I'd rent Forty Eight Hours. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Or you oh, did man. a shuffle where you put the two like. You like know, that, like they ones, won't, like yeah. they maybe won't a PG thir- PG on top there, and then yeah, at the bottom. Yeah. The, yeah. I got yelled at by a mom one time because I let their son or whoever rent a PG thirteen movie, oh, and I'm just weird. like, but you because on Blockbuster they used to have they used to put like, like you a parental could block a kid a yeah. fourteen year old from you could, PG. Well, no. you could have like people on the account, right? And then you could have like youth restrictions on the so like a little thing would blink yellow. That like if you were to scan like a rated R movie, so yeah, so she she <laughs> so Fury and Coulson show up. This is where the movie starts, I think. Yeah, well, the, uh, she she talks to the cop. Yeah, the, the, the security cop, guard. Which I thought the was, security yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah right. love that. Thought that was hilarious. Where he's just is like, this C fifty three? And he was like, have, <laughs> I don't. Uh, all right, he was worthless. Yeah. So yeah, so Coulson and Fury show up. A very Coulson with a full head of hair. Coulson de aging. Eh. Fury was fine. Fury de aging. Incredible. I I don't think they had to do much work on I, Coulson. And I th- Oh, on Colson? No. Oh, but it looked. They put just Coulson, hair on him. Colson got the uncanny a little bit. Is anyone else here with me? No, no. I, I didn't no get that at all. No, I mean it's fine, but no. but Fury, and because I think Samuel Jackson doesn't <laughs> age is a big part of this. <laughs> yeah. But like the Fury, I mean, I'm watching on an IMAX screen, as I'm sure many of us did. Yep. I'm right there. I'm five rows from the screen. Like I'm at a point where I can put my feet up. I'm in my perfect spot that I love. Screens in full view, and I'm watching Samuel Jackson's face look like from the 90s. There was incredible. That might be one of the best they've done. I, it's because and you're following him for the whole movie. That's right. the difference. When you, I mean, Michael Douglas. The Michael Douglas one was amazing. Incredible. It's a two minute scene. Right. This movie to have him Robert Downey Jr. was yeah. Two it was minutes. good, but action sequences through the whole movie. They nailed it with this one. So I really appreciate that. Um, but anyway, so they show up. They start questioning Carol. She's given them a bunch of alien mumbo jumbo. Um, she did go I, to. The, I did want to point out that this is a different Fury. Well, yeah, this it's is the not, not. He's not been through the. And I like yeah. that. I like that we got a different. Like, he's not doing the Fury thing that we've seen for the last yeah. 20 movies. This mm-hmm. is a very he's buddy, a, buddy, yes. smart alecky. Yeah. Not even that, but he's he's got a lighter tone to him. Totally. Than he does in the next oh, yeah. 20 movies. Yeah. So uh, she did. 
while overnight she did go to the radio shack that the cop run a cop pointed her to that's a she, da- I she love put that a game too. boy together yeah. wired it up she was able to communicate yeah. with uh jude Send, law's sends character a communication to jude law so the point is they're questioning her her stuff sounds crazy uh they get into it and he basically says you're under arrest but at that moment uh the scrawl have landed on a beach they've taken over a bunch of surfers and one of them is up on a rooftop and has, click, has click, spotted click. her out right and so, yeah. and then so she bl- sends a blast to that building and explodes. <laughs> and Fury's it. just like, well, yeah, and, I and, guess and, this is what we're doing. Yeah, now. and so she runs off, and Fury goes, "Did you see her weapon?" And Coulson goes, "I did not." <laughs> As in, yeah, there was no weapon. Right. There. So they're yeah, starting like, okay, this is getting weird. I this is this is the part where they call it Shield, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, in Iron Man, which was two thousand seven, two thousand eight, Coulson hasn't come up with a name for Shield yeah. yet. So like that was a. All right. Because the cops show up to uh, to the scene. He's and like, he goes, you know, Agent of Shield. Shield business. Shield business. Yeah. And they hadn't gotten that yeah. far yet. So this is where we get the big scene. We're going to get our Stan Lee cameo here. The scroll imposter ends up jumping on a, like a metro she type gets, of. Well, she gets on a subway. Yeah, and train. And she jumps on a bus. It's a subway. It's, it? not, it's, it's, it's not a bus. It's a. Like an elevator. Yeah, it's oh, a subway. Right That's on, right right yeah, it's a, call, it's a train. Call. Yeah. So so she ends up chasing after them. She jumps on top of it. You know, nice action. Well, sequence. we get, this, we get the Stan Lee cameo. Right. He's and so the whole thing here. And I I loved this being a Kevin Smith fan. I mean, this is probably. It was, my, a, good, it was a good callback. It's probably my favorite cameo just because of, you know, being a fan or whatever. But uh, she walks onto the bus and there is Stan Lee reading the script from All Rats, rehearsing his lines. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think this was perfect for the first one after the first live action after Stanley passed away. Um, it's not your typical goofy cameo of his. It's just a, it's very, a very sweet, sweet cameo. I personally think the spider verse one hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh my God. That's amazing. But where, you know, where the, the line where they like, always, it, fit. it always fits eventually. Uh, no, right. I'm chills right now. Yeah. Seriously. But no, I just, I love this one. And what I think was really great is they didn't do a goofy one because I, they probably do like 10 takes on these things. I don't think he just films. Well, one. they said they, He's, he, he had filmed, like eight or he, nine. They, the filmed, they brought him in for a day and filmed a bunch. Totally. No, what yeah. I mean is they probably do several takes on each cameo. Like he does it's not just one and done and then he moves on like they the way that they edited this like i think they probably chose the take where she just looks at him and he smiles and she smiles like there's not a goofiness to right. it there's not i i no. think that her smile is really sweet oh my god did you think like right his like smile and her there smile. was almost something obviously he we we didn't know we were gonna lose him when we did yeah and I feel like but you that, knew that it was coming. But I think that point. was just a take where she smiled at right, him. Right, I think but that's what that's, she's that, saying. That's yeah. my whole point is I bet you there was a goofy version and they went with just a sweet smile and I think that they nailed the tone. I wonder if there's a version where he's the scroll. <laughs> yeah, I have no you know idea. What I mean? And she punches him in the face. But yeah, it's just great. I, I loved it. They I didn't it, use that one. Though. That's probably the one they did. That's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big train fight. Uh, it's funny because there's an old lady. The scroll took over the old lady. Right. So she, I... On the Stan Lee thing, real quick. Were you going to mention that he's playing Stan Lee? Right. So this is the weird thing, and thank you because I just skipped over it, but in my head I'm thinking this is the first cameo we've where gotten he's actually where Stan he's Lee. playing Stan Lee, the creator of all these Marvel superheroes. Right. So it begs the question, when he was a watcher, it made sense. He's a shapeshifter or whatever. Right. But now you've just referenced real life. So is he writing about these superheroes in his comics, or did these... Is yeah, well, like, I, feel, it cre- I, I mean, it's a small thing, but yeah, like, sure. but also like the, the this is one of the fun things about these sorts of yeah. movies. And, and not a complaint; does, it's a fun discussion. But it does yeah. create all these questions about like, well, then who is this guy? Right? Yeah. Like, who maybe the, he is the Watcher? Yeah, you know like, what I mean. Like, maybe he yeah. has taken all of those stories that he's watched, yeah. And turn them into comics. This isn't getting too nerdy for you, Linnea, is it? No, this is good. <laughs> good. Okay. <laughs> now it's becoming this buddy cop thing where 
Nick Fury and Carol Danvers are kind of team. Nick is on board. Like, and I do appreciate that. Like, as soon as Nick sees what is going on, he doesn't bat an eye. Like he is in, he hasn't seen the craziness yet. There's weird stuff going on and he's like, right. But he's, he's for it. And like, he's not, he knows that there's, you know, they could have went the, the stereotypical way of the guy being like this. I don't believe this, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, I get what you mean. He doesn't combat it. He just wants to figure I it out. I think Colson does. Colson's like, nah, I don't know. Cause he's the rookie, which he's the new guy on the force. I think they're both kind of on the same page, but though. I, but I, but we like, as the movie progresses, yeah. Nick Fury is on board 20, 200%. And we don't see Colson that much. Remember he's back at the blockbuster. Reason we don't <laughs> I think uh, we'll get into it. Okay. Yeah. One of the scroll, t- th- what we were just talking about, the other takes scr- the form take of Coulson. Coulson. Right. And so they get into a wreck. Uh, the scroll ends up dying and he takes it to the morgue. That's right. when we see Ben Mendelsohn come, who right. we you know believe is just the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. at right. the time. And uh, they're doing an autopsy. This thing's from another planet. Fury's on board, Which like you said. Which shouldn't the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. have been at this point Robert Redford? I you know what I mean? I, like in in, you know, in in Winter Soldier, Robert Redford's front and center with Shield. But do they say how long he's been in the position? He was there before Nick lost his eye. But anyway, so so they're there, and uh, Fury goes to pursue that stuff, and we see Ben Mendelsohn go up to the the fallen scroll and saying, "Like so, I, I will avenge you," or right, whatever. You're like my brother. And yeah. There was a woman behind me who was like. Oh no! Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, "You did." So we All know right. that. So we know that he is Talos. Yeah, he's Talos. So I don't know. Ben Mendelsohn walks in the room, though. I'm like, "Oh, he's the bad guy." Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. First of all, you hire Ben Mendelsohn. Thank you. That's end of story. But yes, but yeah, and it's also you're. I agree. And I and I thought, okay, we you you hire Ben Mendelsohn. He's not going to be in the makeup the whole time, right? Right. Like you want his face. Given what he did in Rogue One and how, like, uh, Christoph Waltz level creepy he was in that movie, I was like, we're going to see him at some point without the makeup. And we do. Like, he is... We see him a lot without the makeup someone, until the very end. Someone online, I wish I could remember the exact way, but someone online called him something like Ben Mad Villain or something <laughs> like that. Like it was a perfect to his roles. Yeah, like, he's, they, he's they always coined usually, something. That's, yeah. He's usually a creep. Yeah. So yeah, so we get to the scene where. So uh, she and, so she goes to the internet cafe, right? And she she's trying to. Um, you the know, other scene that I love is use, where they're trying to upload the thing, and they're like, "Why is it taking so long?" Yeah, like, that was very funny. It's loading, but so she's <laughs> she's trying to go to Poncho's bar uh, outside when she leaves the cafe. She's harassed by the biker guy. This right. is where we get the other, you know, hey, you should smile more, you know, trying to make that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and thing. I do, and I that it's funny that that line comes up. Like uh, when that was a thing that people were complaining about about this movie. Totally, they is, yeah. yeah. It's just like you morons. Yeah, they nailed it though, didn't they? Yeah, the well, people yeah. that complained about this movie said that about her. <laughs> Meanwhile, they had already filmed a stereotypical d bag guy making that right. complaint. It's back like, to the Kevin Smith line where he's just like, "You need to understand that the moronic standpoint is coming from the idiot character, yep. thus negating the argument completely." Yeah, but this was never trying to sell other anything oh otherwise. no it was yeah, just yeah. saying that the the stupid character that makes the comment is totally. already wrong so she pulls an arnold in t2 she steals <laughs> his bike she sees a mannequin with a nine inch nails leather jacket yeah. plaid flannel takes she puts the whole thing takes off very uh, very 90s yeah this is when she shows up at the bar right uh, she's getting memory she's getting flashbacks of it's sarah right is the is other gal rambo yeah. rambo yeah I gotta say, gotta say Rambo because it's spelled different, right? But it sounds like at first I'm like Rambo, right? I'm like, did they name her Rambo? No, it's it's Rambo. It's interesting when we get to see her daughter. Her daughter is a 
a major character. Okay. I had a feeling the way they kept uh-huh. folk, you know, like she had a pretty her, significant Her daughter role. is the is the original female Captain Marvel. Yeah. Okay. It comes down to the point that these scroll can shapeshift, so neither of them technically believes. Right. Like, how do I know you're not or how do I know you're who you say you are? This is where I think the switch happens. Uh so what does Nick Fury tell her? What's the one thing that he tells her that he doesn't like? Oh, being called No Nick well, that that that's how we find out about Ben Mendelsohn. He doesn't like his sandwich cut. Sandwich. Oh, the cut. toast cut diagonally. Okay. Yeah. He's eating a diagonal sandwich in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh, movie is crap. <laughs> no. Shut off the podcast. No. It means that he's been a scroll the entire time, thus leading to secret invasion in Phase Four. What? Are you serious? I'm. I. I they're not paying me. No, that's insane. But if if that's true, that's a crazy catch. That, if no, that's I mean true, like in a good way. That is yeah. absolutely bonkers <laughs> that he says that he only likes his toast cut a certain way because and we've then, seen him do it otherwise. Right. Oh my god. And I have to believe that was on purpose. Well, that's, I cannot think that somebody would yeah. that that would not be a plot point. Right. If you called that, I'm. <laughs> I'm, what what episode is this? I'm first of all going to post. I'm going to post that on the internet somewhere so we can reference it. It's you know, on give there already. Oh damn it! Because I'm like, <laughs> we need to be given credit for that if that happens. I I yeah. So they do a little interrogation thing. She says, "Well, how do I know you're really Nick Fury?" He says, "I was born in Huntsville, Alabama. My first pet was Mr. Snoopers. Mr. Snoopers, yeah, Mr. Snoopers. <laughs> he was a soldier at a high school. He was a spy in the Cold War. He's been in the desert for six years now, tracking future space enemies. Um, and then the toast cut diagonally thing is the only thing because he's like, tell me." something that really no one would know and right. he said that he doesn't like being called uh nicholas yeah well no that's later on he only gets called fury he only gets yeah, called that's fury. in the car yeah. which is a great oh, is that what it is okay. yeah so then he says well how do i know that you're who you say are she blasts the jukebox <laughs> and he goes what does that prove <laughs> and i love it because she goes well that was a photon blast girl can't do that and he's just like, like okay <laughs> i feel like that's the audience like in the first part when i'm saying like what are they talking about yeah. like, what a great sense of humor and also kind of self self-referential not really knowing all this right. crazy stuff right <laughs> so even, and even fury's just like sure yeah whatever whatever so don't go chasing waterfalls they're they're yeah. winding and weaving <laughs> to the uh to what's the place pegasus pegasus it's yeah. a pegasus is a, is a joint nasa u.s air force facility right um this is when we get that great scene where she's like nicholas j fury what you know what does your mom call you fury, fury. what do you call your mom fury <laughs> I, I that was a great line just everybody so that comes into play right, later does, you know yeah. they show up uh she pretends to be a shield agent she takes off her flannel puts on a shield i do hat. like where he's just like lose the flannel it's, it's too grunge yeah <laughs> the look she gives him like i don't really know why she would feel that strongly about it but she gives a funny look anyway and then they end up locking them in a room like they're like they're I asking did, well, about they, they go they go they go for it like you think that the the uh the guys that work at the base are just like, okay, cool, not a problem. And then you see them both locked in a room. Yeah. And I do like where Nick, Mc- Nick does have, he does a whole thing where yeah. he, you know, takes a cup and he pulls the print off of it yeah. and uses the thing. And then they get to the next room and she just blasts yeah. it with a photon blast. And he's like, you could have done yeah. that the whole time. Yeah. He was like, I just, she's like, I just like watching you work. And when, <laughs> and, fine. and when she's impressed, you did all that with a piece of tape. And he's, <laughs> you should see what I do with a paperclip. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a nice did. MacGyver. It reference. was, yeah. They end up going into the archives. They find Lawson's plan for the light speed engine. Uh, we find out the project was terminated and Carol recognizes uh, Cree glyphs because right. Fury's like, well, no wonder this project was terminated. She's cuckoo. And, and she's like, she's nope, like, nope it's, it's that's all Cree. Cree. So we find out that, they're, that the, there's the something secret, up. The secret agent they were looking for uh, in the beginning of this movie, was Marvel okay? Like that's who they were looking for because they knew that she had the. So that's the thing is like there's they've they've upped kind of like Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk where they've updated their origin to fit mm-hmm. this universe. They they've updated Carol's origin to fit into this universe. Yeah. Um. Because I think she gets like there's a 
it's interesting because she has an interaction with Rogue. Like the reason Rogue from the X Men has the powers I've seen that, that going she, around online. The reason she has the powers she does is because she takes them from Captain Marvel, yeah, or from Miss Marvel at that point. A lot of people are like, now that the Fox deal is closed, what are we going to do about it's, this? They can do it. Yeah, like, are we going to see? I mean, this? she com- and she comes back. Like Miss mm-hmm. Marvel comes back later, but that's how yeah. she gets her powers. Is when Rogue was bad. When Rogue went rogue. When Rogue, no, she was already bad. <laughs> so we get the introduction of another MVP of the movie here, Goose. Yeah, Goose. Who's in the hallway? Yeah. Fury loves cats. Apparently, he's like, you know, coochie, coochie, coo, so, baby, talk to him. It is so weird. Weird to see Fury being like. Gucci, I think it's great because he, yeah. he breaks character only for <laughs> this cat, and and you know, Carol looks at him like, "What are you doing? We have a mission here." Yeah, so he's like, oh, "I'll be right back." Yeah. So they find all this paperwork. We figure out that there's that Cree connection. There's a lot of the stuff has been redacted. Fury says, but what they do have is that six. This happened six years ago in right. 1989. They see that Maria Rambeau is okay. Yeah, Maria Rambeau and her daughter Monica. Mm. So just to give a Monica is Captain Marvel. She she becomes Captain Marvel. Wow, okay. She's an Avenger. Like that, mon- the daughter in yeah. this movie is Captain Marvel. Wow. She, well, she's Miss Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and so it's always been like Rambo's daughter. Yes. Is when they become- announced the, the the name of this character, yeah. And I was like, huh. So and <laughs> you know it's it's weird to say, but the hairstyle of the daughter mm-hmm. is the, the exact same hairstyle of the first Cap the first Miss Marvel. Because people don't ever change their hairstyle. I guess as they not. Age. No, <laughs> but like if you look at her, if you look at that character, but there's a obviously that's a yes. nice reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I did feel like they were setting her up for something, especially when we know they that give her like, a lot of attention, and then and she's going to be grown up, right? Like it, yeah. when we get back to our timeline, they can cast an adult and to play she that could role. either. Uh, the, I think she became Photon. I think was her name after Carol came back. But she was a major player on the Avengers, like the that. So what's Avengers. the mom's name again? Maria Mom, Rambo. Maria. Maria. Did anybody get the vibe that they? It was a romantic that relationship. There were, were more than friends. It was the long stares. I definitely picked up on that, and going back to watch it again, they hold on her face for a long time, and I totally get the friendship thing. Right. Like okay, Samwise Gamgee and Frodo. There's characters they set up as oh, they're just really good friends. They never mention anything, but the the long stares at each I other. Didn't pick up on that at all, Linnea. I don't think so. I think <laughs> it was just a really nice example of a female friendship. And yeah. I mean, if you look at like Captain America and Bucky, I that's mean, a there's solid people well, there's say some great fanfic there online, too. But like, that's I a friendship maybe, too, right? I yeah, guess maybe because so. sure, the sure. scenes were quieter and they felt they, were, they felt intimate. I don't know. Like, I guess, I, but I guess I, I don't mean it because it's two women, guys. I don't know. No, I really I <laughs> no, don't. But I do agree about I, the Captain America thing. Yeah, like I, I mean, feel like when when Bucky sees Cap for the first, when well, I guess when Cap sees Bucky again, uh, when he's standing on top of that car and he takes his mask off, there is it's a very similar to like cap being like holy it's my friend right you know and then i feel like this scene when does she walk into the hangar first when they is that right she walks into the hangar and they see each other yeah she's fixing up a plane i feel like i also from monica's standpoint she's like my friend's been gone for six years but i also feel like it continues like those scenes in the no it's not right here i'm saying in the through the very end of the movie they pause on maria's face for long times and it just Again, it's not bad or wrong. Yeah, I don't mean just, it in a yeah, pervy way. But, like, but, oh, I, I, but I, but I honest, why did they film it that way? I honestly I thought a, that they, that I'm like, oh, is this going to be because we also before the critic screening, we got a big like, no, don't please don't put any spoilers in your reviews. And, I, and so I was just like, oh, is this going to be one of their their big spoilers? I, and like, I'm because I, I was like, oh, that would be interesting. Like, I wasn't well, like, they're going to do it. They're going to do right. it with the Eternals, which is part of phase four is they're casting 
for the main that's a book that I've never read. I don't think that they would it would be a throwaway thing right. in this movie when they're gonna go It doesn't have to be it. I mean you can have more than one. Yeah. I guess that's true. But yeah. so my, my, my only question is just because I picked up on it, I, the real question is is there any precedent for that? No. Okay. So no. that's it. Just, yeah, it just she's had the, I mean she's been romantically involved with uh, other Avengers and okay, things like sure. that, but nothing. But it just off, seemed awfully like they were setting something up. But if they weren't, then that's fine. No, I, I think just... I, I, to me, I, I'm, I'm in Linnea's camp where I sure. feel like it was. A f- they were obviously as thick as thieves. Yeah. Um, I think Monica, when she calls her aunt, like doesn't miss, miss a beat, calls her Auntie Carol. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a sure. very, you know, they were flight partners. Well, they grew up together, so right. Carol had a bad childhood at home. Yeah. So she ended up living and becoming part of right. The Rambo so I feel family. like it, yeah. it was it was two sisters. Who would not, you know, one cool. sister thought she was dead and the other one doesn't remember totally, her at all. Yeah. So they kind of go back to Maria's place. Well, you got to be careful how you word that now. Maria's place? Do I? <laughs> keep going. <laughs> uh, have a sit down and they're trying to, you know, square everything away. And I, I do. I really enjoy, I, I thought this scene was really intense. Like, and, and, is, and when I say intense, I mean, like, it was Maria not really knowing what the, you know, you've been gone and mm-hmm. you expect me to trust you. Like it's, you know, there was, and she's in from, shock from Carol's point of view. She knows that this woman was important to her, mm-hmm. but she doesn't remember her. Sure. You know, and, and she can tell the pain on uh, Maria's face, you know? So, and she's just trying to, that's a lot of information to take in. Sure. And I thought she was really good. The actor. Oh yeah. She was fantastic. Maria. Yeah. I thought she, I was, thought she was really good. Yeah. Um, so now we've got, this is where we get the, we learned that, um, Jude Law is the bad, like the Kree are the bad guys, because mm. the scrolls kind of show up, and they take the form of Monic of Monic, no Maria, and like they've got the daughter outside, and Ben Mendelsohn's inside. And well, this ben- is when we find out that the scrolls are good guys. Yeah, more which so. they're not. But, but you know what I mean? Like that, it's it's. But that's <laughs> I know it's weird. But for the sake of this scroll versus Kree, right? She's been on the wrong team. The Kree's the Kree's are the bad guys. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn breaks it down and just kind of says. So, well, let's talk about how Ben Mendelsohn appears first of all. So, Fury and the daughter are upstairs. She's meanwhile she's brought Carol this box of belongings. She's going through old photos and stuff like right. that. And then Mendelsohn comes in the back, sipping on a soda like Jules <laughs> from Pulp Fiction. Yep, I yeah. thought that was a that great. Was great. I cracked up, laughed out loud in the it was theater. A great that, reference. Like, I, Mendelsohn plays this character <laughs> so well, and it's so goofy. I, I just you know that's another one of the best references. Yeah, that. that was very. Funny. But but so this is where he shows up and kind of starts. Burger. Yeah, he shows up and just kind of starts explaining everything. Maybe it'd be better if he called like somebody else by the wrong name, like calls him one name and then calls him a different name. Yeah, throughout the yeah. <laughs> Poor Brad and Brett. Yeah, <laughs> hey, flock of seagulls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't get up. Uh, yeah, so they they break it down and you know he kind of there's two scrolls left. One kind of goes outside with the daughter. This is where um, I, is this the scene where he freaks out about the cat? Yes. Right, like yeah. for the first time he sees it, is like he's like, whoa, 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 that's a whatever. He's like, what are you yeah. talking? It's a cat. He's like, all yeah. right, well, that's flirking, flirking. That's gross that you're letting it touch your face, but that's fine. Um, um, it's gross that you're letting a cat touch touch your face too. I agree. <laughs> I'm on the scroll side here. <laughs> this is when not I was even, like, not even the, if, the, when the scrolls <laughs> didn't like the cat, I was instantly like, scrolls are good. <laughs> I called it. Like they're not bad people. No, they're not bad people. Yeah. All right. But you're right though. We kind of skipped over it, but we did see a cut scene before this where Ronan. And is calling Jan right. Rog, you know, kind of doing an Emperor Palpatine doing kind of a thing. little bit. Yeah, he's doing a constantly him. Uh, he says that the accusers have completed the greater mission, but that Jan Rog has failed his. Ronan asks where Veers, 
Verses, yeah. and he says, "I got it. You're going to go blow up the whole planet if I give it to you. <laughs> right. Let me take care of this." Right. Uh, and we know from their phone call back at the Radio Shack that it's going to be 22 hours before they can get to Earth. So right. they're on their way. They're on their way. Yeah. So uh, this is where Mendelssohn breaks it down and says, "Look, man, like we weren't doing anything. Like we're uh, we just kind of." got scooped up in this crew like we we revolted against we didn't accept the Kree coming to our planet and being like hey we're gonna take over so they fought back and the Kree have pretty much decimated the Skrulls and they're refugees at this point um and we and I do appreciate that they never give a hint that he has a family mm-hmm. it's never a you thing know, it, it pops up out of nowhere it yeah. does yeah so Carol it makes their the characters more sympathetic that's oh the, sure because at first you're you are like oh they're both bad guys right I'm and then you to... see that they're refugees and so there's a character that is like a major thing called the super scroll okay. that is all four of the fantastic four like he has all f- and I'm trying to think what his name was but I like that's a deep cut <laughs> like I'd have to go back and figure that out but I'm it might be this character mm-hmm. who we see who shows okay. up later as like a big deal. Carol's upset because she she's like, you guys been have been killing people and all this, and, you know, and, and, sh- but he's basically saying that, you know, the, these, the, the Kree have, have been killing our people. They are now escaped to different parts of the galaxy. Like we're, we're just a, trying we're, to, we're scattered. Yeah. We're just trying to get home. And like, you've right. been on the wrong side this entire time. And she's, he kind of, she kind of says, you're right. And she agrees. And, and she also agrees to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they listen to the black box recording. At this oh, point. good call. Good call. Yeah, that's right. So, who did did tell the us have the black? had it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Probably one of my favorite comedy parts of this movie when the neighbor shows up. Oh, that, oh. Was, good. that was amazing <laughs> because so they're sitting here at the farm or wherever, you know, at uh, Maria's place. Right. And the doorbell goes and, and Carol's like, who is that? She's <laughs> like, oh, it's just my neighbor. And he comes by like, hey, can I go look at these ducks down by the road or something like that? And, and she, she goes, immediately yeah, thinks- sure. Tell us. That's a good. I, I just thought her delivery her comedic like i loved it right? right so it's not that she can't do it and she's a great actor but like this was great i thought this was perfect i thought he was asking about the plane they came in on that's what it he was he said the bird oh yeah. that's what he meant and by she, that and, and he oh. and she didn't realize that uh yeah you're right he was talking about he was like thank that you would, i'm stupid that i didn't pick up on that <laughs> well, i thought he's he, a duck like it's yeah i, th- I yeah. but he i thought bird. yeah but, but i thought he really was just some like yokel at, at like a farm and like oh there's a funny bird down by the road i want to go look yeah. at the kid out of he's here. like it was on her property and he's okay. like the kids want to take it. a look at it and, she, and carol wow. was just like what do you mean bird yeah because he knows that she fixes up planes yeah. and stuff maria so. right you're 100 percent right, right. correct and i feel stupid carry on <laughs> i still really like the scene but <laughs> i'm gonna make that my ringtone <laughs> she does listen to the black box of uh, annette benning's character i do love that marvel has started to go out and cast these uh non-traditional action movie people and put them in action movies so like we had michelle pfeiffer we had Michael Douglas. Now we've got Annette Benning. I'm hoping we see Warren Beatty at some point. Michael like, Douglas used to make action movies. I guess that's true. When? Black Rain? Rain? Stone. Yeah, that's fair. But he hasn't done one in a long time. Well, sure, because he's we old. Have cancer. <laughs> he's as not well. Liam Neeson, for God's sake. Yeah. Sure, um, he's thankful for that. I, I will say I love the writing of Fury's character. And Joe mentioned earlier that it's a little bit different. You know, he's yeah. lighter. He's more jokey and everything. And it, it just works so perfectly. He hasn't been in 20 years of crap where he's just like jaded and like, you know. Right, right. Um, but I love that when, when Talos shows up, he calls Maria young lady. And she says, call me young lady one more time and I'll tell you where, he, where I'll put my foot. And he's like, where is, and he where goes, is that? And he goes, am I supposed to guess where that is? <laughs> and then Fury and Carol go, your ass in yeah. unison. I, there's just some great comedic beats. Their banter back and forth, especially the stuff 
stuff that Fury says I thought was very well written. I agree for this movie. Yeah. So, so they load the CD. They load get the, the funny load time <laughs> yeah. thing. It's what like, is why this, is this doing? taking so long? And they show his little follower you don't know who this guy is right just, he's got a little henchman right and so you just the look on his face <laughs> when when they say that oh it's loading when he's just like what, do you what mean is loading yeah. Uh, yeah so we do we get to hear the black box and we get to hear Annette Benning and Carol Danvers mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth uh, about this we airplane see a flashback we, fl- we see the flashback of their of them flying and then the crash mm-hmm. now and the, this is where she reveals that her name is Marvell right so I do and these are lines that I like where she's like your blood's blue and she was like, yeah, I've got something you need to yeah. know. You know, and this is what the reveal that Annette Benning is actually the real captain is Marvell, which is the name that they were using for a long time because DC had the rights mm-hmm. to right. Captain Marvel. Such right. a convoluted it backstory. Very, well, I'm not going to get into Please it. Please don't. But like there's a there's a reason <laughs> he's called Shazam now. Right. You know, which is weird because they've had the rights for a long time. Yeah. But I guess they were just like, you know what? We're not going to risk it. With Marvel, it's a whole yeah. deal. We'll yeah. do that in another podcast. But we'll do so, it on, so on the this, Shazam movie, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so she's injured, and she says, "We have to get this engine." My research, right? And uh, as soon as they, you know, they're looking over the engine, and someone shoots. Well, the, the scene that we've always seen is it's Ben Mendel, it's Telos that comes over the through the smoke and shoots Marvel and Carol. This time, when we see the actual memory, we see that it's Jude Law. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's the thing. Someone that's shoots re- her, and you're like, "Who is that?" And you think it's going to be Telos, right. and it's Jude Law. So right. there's the you know, we already saw him working with Ronan, but it's kind of questionable. Like, mm, what is he? Maybe he's trying to do they're something. They're both but, Kree, but like no, it's, it's, yeah. Now we get it that no, he, right. they're up to some bad crap there. He basically has uh, her dead to rights. Right. And she shoots. She ends the, up shooting the engine, and that is what causes the correct. explosion that gives her her powers. Right, and then so the the theory that they can take her powers away isn't. Right. true yeah like o- her, only with that inhibitor right that's it can turn them off right. it actually can't take them away right so uh the, the her origin story is revealed and it's way less convoluted than anything they've ever done in the comics which i appreciate like they <laughs> totally. they cleaned it up like her the, her backstory yeah. is hard to get through because yeah. there's a lot no, the engine because she's doing this research and we'll find out later the kind of stuff she's dealing with but that is what ended up giving her powers right uh, so anyway, so now so we know she, the backstory. So, how, so I had to pee at this point. How did she get? How did she change her uniform? She goes to the little girl, the daughter, and she says, "Will you help me design my uniform?" And she goes through a bunch of funny, different renditions, different colors. Like, no, no, you know. Did they do? And did then, they show the black costume? I don't think there was a black Damn one. It. But I she was... she looks at the little girl's shirt and she says, "Like, well, why don't I match your uniform or something like that?" And she, the little girl's wearing a red shirt with the gold star and the right. blue. And so, did you ever see the warbird costume? Mm-mm. So it is probably the most sexist costume. Well, I can't say that when there's a boob window. Is that more powerful than Power? Or, I sorry, mean, it's pretty close. Power Girl? Like hers I is mean. basically like a the the Warbird costume, which was what Carol was called at one point, mm. is a diamond like the the Robin style mask, mm-hmm. domino mask, domino mask, mm-hmm. and then it's almost like a swim. It's almost like a diver's swimsuit where it's like a, up to her neck, and then but she ha- her legs are completely bare. Like it's almost like it looks like a swimsuit is what it is mm-hmm. without being a bikini, and she's got like a red sash across it, hmm. like that's and a big and a big yellow lightning bolt. Oh, I don't think they're doing that for these movies. Well, I, so. I was I was thinking that that maybe it was in like the things that the girl. Oh had no, drawn. totally no no, yeah. no no no. It wasn't a funny like because she's just changing color. Oh, yeah, it's not it was, like the she's uniform, morphing into. The, yeah, yeah, the uniform physically stays the same. Got they're it. just you can select colors, which yeah. is now what her costume looks like. That's yeah. it's all. I mean, it's one of the few times that this it looks identical to the book. I come back in so as she's, she's walking out in the. Costume. I was like, yeah. God damn it. So she's, you know, she's struggling with all this and, you know, her whole 
all her members she knows have been alive and she ends up talking to Maria and she gives her a good pep talk saying you're the most powerful woman I know and right. really nice moment between the two of them. Um, yeah, so then they take off. They get back into the ship. So they're like, we need this because they were in like a plane before right. and they're like, well, we can't get to where we need to go and so the little rando scroll henchman says, well, I can transport it with a couple. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just like she can communicate with Jude Law through Game Boys, the Radio Shack, <laughs> yeah. he can outfit it to be a spaceship. And so he does. He, so he does. And then, but the, the aliens show up at this point, right? Because mm-hmm. they kill Jan Rog shows up at the house right. and it look and but she's in the green uniform that's how we know automatic like that wasn't a very good bait and switch like he, I guess Jude Law would understand it right. he'd be fooled by it I wish that it was her in the colorful outfit right. just because then we would have been like oh my god he just shot her but anyway, anyway. so he shoots it it turns back into the scroll henchman guy Scroll's kind of making fun of yeah. him so they take off they're trying to figure out where this oh but at this scene Jan Rog says uh, that it's his blood because he goes whose blood is in your oh, body that's right, that's and right. he goes it's my blood right so there's a yeah. So then this is where he tells Ronan, he's like, just blow it up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to yeah, have time he, to do it. So just take yep. him out. So we get to see like the the ships from uh, Guardians one mm-hmm. show back. The we Warbirds. see the whole fleet and they're heading to Earth. Yeah. Meanwhile, so they're in the retrofitted spaceship. They're asking Talos what he can turn into. Yeah, I do like that. And he's like, anything? Like it's, it's A filing kind of, cabinet. He's like, why would I do that? Because he's like, can you turn into a cat? No. A filing cabinet? No. Why would I? Yeah, again, So ben I will Mettelson. say that the Reed Richards tricks them all and turns them all into cows. Oh, that's funny. That's a thing that happens in yeah. the comic books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, I do like, again, uh, Goose is sitting on uh, Nick Fury's lap. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Telos is just losing his mind that Goose is sitting yeah. on it. He's like, I cannot believe Can you just keep that thing away from me? So they head up to the space lab. They this de- is where Marvel is. Uh, they go into there. There's a Space Invaders pinball machine. Another little nice nostalgia yeah. there. Uh, and then uh, we, we see all the scrolls well, that have been of, hiding. Right. Well, we see all kinds of weird stuff that this, the ship isn't empty. Where like there's a hot cup of coffee or there, you know something else was. Mm-hmm. So then. Ben Mendelsohn kind of makes a noise and then out come the scrolls. Yeah. And of course they see Carol wearing the uniform of the Cree. And he was just like, no, 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 no. Like she's fine. Like she's here to help us. We see Telos's wife and daughter come out and then, you know, it's, and then Carol has a very, has an emotional moment where she's just like, son of a bitch. Like I was on the wrong side this entire mm-hmm. time. Um, but Jan Rog shows up with the, yeah, with her, with his, with his little crew. Yep. And takes her out pretty quick. Mentions again that he can what what has been given can be taken away. Right. And he knocks her out. Right. And then uh, so she wakes come as you are starts playing. And uh, yeah, I got to tell you, that's my favorite Nirvana song. It's a good song. I love that song. Uh, so she's we saw the simulation earlier when she talks to the Supreme Intelligence. Right. Now we know she's back there. It's the same weird trippy little you know right white you know i don't know and she's breaking her down basically the the supreme intelligence is breaking down she does some weird greta dancing oh she does doesn't yeah she She just does some weird dancing that's very out of character from what we've seen before but i don't just linnea did you see greta no oh good oh (laughs) thank goodness (laughs) it doesn't matter i just thought it was funny she's just doing a weird it was just a very tonally odd thing to happen at this point i know she shared the episode but i just want to make sure the point of this the the part in this podcast is to (laughs) not see greta (laughs) so completely so yeah so then um and she's breaking her down mentally and then all of a sudden carol has a moment where she thinks back to her as a kid in the go-kart uh getting brushed back by the baseball player and this is supposed to be the big ramped up earned music like that i just it didn't do it for like because it's all those little scenes and like you guys said there's a handful that even were like that you were like okay and so they bring them all back it's supposed to be her moment of power and so for her i understand as a character it's just i don't think for the audience it maybe was effective but linnea maybe you it sounds like you did appreciate them more so at this point when 
Did she earn all those flashbacks in her surge of power, do you think? I think it did work. Okay. I mean, it, I think it was her realizing that she had power inside of her all along. Yeah. I think the talk with Maria helped mm. to, to realize totally. that, you know. Do, do you think that the, just like the connection with uh, Monica, like I feel like that connection we're going to see more of, I would guess, um, since she's going to be probably. significantly older. I don't know. I feel like when when Carol left and Monica said goodbye, like to me there was some sort of connection there that helped maybe not as much but maybe not more so but as much as the I think now, I guess now she knows what she's fighting for the conversation with Maria is definitely what sealed the deal yeah. I agree with Linnea I mean it's a very it's the whole you know you're the, you're you've always been the most powerful woman I know it's not the powers that make you you make you your human abilities I and mean, all that stuff it's she realized click your heels together and, <laughs> yeah yeah and it's tough like I this is these guys the, the I kept thinking this was going to be the Green Lantern movie like this is going to be their version. It's not the what we're going to get with that is Nova. If okay. if they ever do a Nova movie, which I got to tell you, I hope they do because he's one of my favorites. That is the Green Lantern where he gets a helmet that gives him access to all these. Pi- it's not a ring, but it's basically there's mm-hmm. a there's a Nova. We saw the Nova Corps already. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping as Aren't I was all dead. <laughs> well, that's the thing is Richard Ryder is the last. Nova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So anyway, uh, meanwhile, I thought another great moment is when the uh, when the Cree are scanning all them. They scan the cat. and They're like, that's a flirting, yeah. you know, medium that, to high threat like, level. They scan Fury and they go low to zero threat. <laughs> well, that like, must be busted. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's good. Carol breaks free. She takes yep. the inhibitor chip off. And but, but also what we see is the Tesseract. Do we see that yet? Yeah, we did. We oh, that's right. It. It's in the. Yeah. So, OK. So how does Loki get it? Shield had it. But okay, so yeah. so uh, Red Skull had it. It zapped him away, right, right? Right. And then he dropped in the ocean. And then Howard Stark found it, right? And so Shield had it. And I assume that Marvel got it when she was working with like NASA and the Air Force and stuff yeah, with I Pegasus. Guess. That makes sense. It's a good question, but yeah, obviously, it's anyway. the Loki Pokey stick. No, no, that's a different stone. It is. The Does he is he takes stone. the Tesseract, right? Right. But okay. he's trying yeah, to steal the Shield Tesseract. Was, yeah, yeah. Shield had it. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Man, this, see, that's what I happens know. when there's a lot of. I, yeah, that's why I'm glad she's here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we see it, and we're like, "Well, crap! That's the Tesseract. Yeah, that's the it cosmic is, it cube." Is a, it right is a there. good callback. It's not the cosmic cube. It's an infinity stone. The cosmic cube is something completely different. But it, don't they call it? No, they uh, never call it the cosmic cube. Oh, it's the Tesseract, and then they break it, and we find out there's an infinity stone in it. Okay, but. It's supposed to look. I don't know why they didn't like. It's because it's supposed to look like the cosmic cube, right? But that's yeah. I, but it I, never. It's, so com- it's just too like you said. It's too complicated. <laughs> it's never. It's, they've never. I can't it keep that. it all yeah. straight. But there is a cosmic cube that is that the Red Skull was constantly yeah, going after. So. Yes, it's the reason Captain America came back. Yeah, that's why. Um. So yeah. So, so it's in the uh, Happy Days lunchbox, which I thought was great. So like the entire time, the the Cree are trying to get the lunchbox. Ca- Carol's got the you know Carol breaks free. We get the I'm just a girl. She calls uh, her Vares and she goes, my name is Carol. Right. Well, this is what we find out what Vares came from was the, mm-hmm. the back end of her yeah. dog tag where we never mm-hmm. heard, you know, Danvers. Because I think that's the only thing that came out of the wreckage. Right. You know, they just it, assumed that was her name. Well, yeah, but the other half, um, Maria Ma- says, Maria has. she says, this is the only thing we could find. And it was the first half yeah. of it. And, yeah. Right. Like a heart locket. Exactly <laughs> like a heart locket. <clears throat> <laughs> just saying oh I no okay. so, <laughs> so this is the point where carol goes super saiyan she starts just she can fly blasting everybody yeah um the tesseract they're running around with it and fury's like i don't want this thing <laughs> and then goose eats it yes and he, we he realize turns into that ben from umbrella academy we realize what 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 goose can do yeah and i do like where fury's just kind of holding him out in front of him like he's a 
a, he's like, like do a it. gun. Yeah, yeah. Like, just do the thing. <laughs> huge Cree fight. This is the huge showdown. Yep. Again, like I mean, she has realized her full potential here after the, you know all no, her flashbacks. She's blasting through. These yeah, guys. she's just no, destroying people yeah. left and right. Um, my, my notes: Carol kicks everyone's asses. <laughs> um, Can you imagine a team with her and Thor on it? Yeah, I'm serious. We're gonna get that in yeah. two months. Goose turns into Ben from Umbrella Academy, destroys all the Kree. He's picked. He's got these huge tentacle arms, just well, you know, in smashing his mouth. everybody. He's he's well, he, yeah, but they're he looks like. Right. Uh, did, did you ever see Blade Two? Yeah, you know the main bad guy in Blade Two, mm-hmm. where his jaws open up. Yeah, like that's what it looks like. Gotcha. Yeah. Have you ever seen Umbrella Academy? I haven't watched it yet. That's what it looks like, but you haven't <laughs> seen it, so you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I read about. the comic though. Yeah. Um, Fury turns to Goose. Good kitty. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cute moment. I'm just a girl. Plays. I thought it was unearned. I agree with Tom. Uh, I kind of likened this to they were trying to do Jumanji. Remember when she starts oh. kicking everyone's ass with the, was it come sail away or something? Well, it was, we, we were jokingly said it should have been welcome to the jungle. Yeah. But it is like a poppier. Yeah. yeah. I'm to song. What it was. I think they were trying. I feel like they were kind of trying to recreate that. The just, I'm just a girl has more meaning to it, but I mean just that that's funny that that song played and it's cool and she's fighting. So it reminded me of it that worked. scene. I worked for me. I like gotcha. It. Okay. So Jan Rog gets up during this whole fight scene, I guess so they don't have to make Jude law fight. They like crush <laughs> a bunch of, you know, <laughs> shit you know parts. he was almost Superman. I think I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. He like, he Audition for the J.J. Abrams Superman. Gotcha. That even Jerry O'Connell was like, it was going to be amazing. Oh, well, well, it could have been. So, yeah. So at the beginning of this fight, they like crush a bunch of shit parts on top of him so he doesn't have to do anything. So he gets up. The Cree. Oh, who now was this Ben? I couldn't remember. Was Ben Mendelsohn? So Ben Mendelsohn kind of takes the form of one of the Cree soldiers. Okay, he pretends to be a Cree. So like, yeah. So this is the scene where Fury's like, go get him. Get do your to the, to the and he won't computers. do it. He won't do it. Yeah. And he walks over and he kind of like and you know kind of twirls between the Kree's legs and he's like, "Man, pick a side." Yeah. What we don't realize is he did pick a side. Yeah, that was cool. And he was being cool with the 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 guy that he yeah. liked. They say animals can tell if people are you know good people or not. So I, know, I guess Florkins can too. No, I guess. Flor- <laughs> so yeah, they're trying to load everybody up on the ship to like you know take them prisoner, getting, get them back, right? And so. Talos frees them all. You know, it's revealed that that's him on, in disguise. He he gets injured in the whole battle. Um, but he's okay. Like, it's yeah, not a he's, he's, yeah he's just, he's kind of injured. They leave the ship. It's a big, it's another, you know, plane fight. In the sky. Yeah, yeah, so you have a ship of Kree that's chasing after the their ship. Then you have Jude Law and his own ship well, running then you, around. Then you've got, yeah, you've got the Kree warbirds that are yeah. coming as well. Yeah. And then Carol go again goes super saiyan yeah and just d- blows yeah. through one of the ships mohawk, and then mohawk yeah the whole yeah. the whole shebang and then fairy says do you know you're glowing she's like she's like yeah <laughs> and then i do like where ronan's just like we're gonna go well yeah that's we, yeah uh, like but, I, don't, I don't want any part of this yeah jude law kind of has their ship dead to rights right. and then carol just comes along and punches the <laughs> yeah, ship right. so we realize how powerful she is and uh and then even fury and I think it's Fury and Maria look out the window. What the hell is that? Yeah. Like they have no idea what's and it's going her. on. And then yeah. so the the Kree take off. Uh, they strand. Well, they sh- at first they shoot warheads. Like oh, that's right. Fifty warheads. Carol, so Carol. they land on the beach. And the that's warheads right. are coming down, and Carol ends up stopping one and throwing it at them, <laughs> and chain reaction blowing them all. Which up. I like. Like it was the that. I mean, it's very Jericho esque. Not the wrestler. There's your one reference <laughs> okay. for today. But like the Jericho missile from Iron Man. Yeah. Like it's very similar to that look. Yeah, so she goes into space. She's blowing up everything, all right. the Kree warships. She's blasting through them. I mean, we see the power, and I think this is important to set up Infinity we're, or she's, Endgame we're gonna, because we're gonna need it. to show her without the inhibitor. She, I don't know if we mentioned, she just pulled yeah. out the inhibitor earlier. Right. But uh, her full that really seems like a flaw in inhibitor <laughs> technology. I think you can just pull it off. Like you can just pull it off. <laughs> That's like, the thing too. Usually in a movie, you blow of, up when you. You would think part of the role of an inhibitor would be to inhibit you <laughs> from pulling <laughs> it off. Yeah. 
being <laughs> the inhibitor. I, right. I question that too, but you know, whatever. We got to move <laughs> it, on. It, it didn't happen that way. <laughs> yeah. They all they flee. Ronan right. and his ship. They're looking they're just at her. like you know she's what? floating there in full Super Saiyan after just blowing up every one of their people, and they like, like just warp out go of ahead. there. He's <laughs> like. You win. Yep. We're and not coming back to Earth. He says to the person standing next to him, I don't know who that character is, but, he, but, but he says, we'll be back for the weapon. The other guy says, the core? And he like, says, no, the, woman. the woman. Right. So I, it's interesting. Like, I wonder, you know, in the comic books, they, like, the, the cosmic stuff has their own stuff. Like, they have their own storylines. They have, they don't, they never really. It doesn't interact It does not very, very often, rarely. except on big, giant crossovers. Right. So I'm wondering what would be the cool thing to do is if Marvel has gotten big enough, and they have, that they could have two separate stories going on, right? So you could have the Annihilation story, which includes the Guardians and uh, the Skrulls and the Silver Surfer and Nova, the Nova Corps going on in space while you've got Endgame going on here on Earth. That'd be crazy. Like, it, I mean, they're, they're big enough at this point. You know, so why wouldn't, why couldn't they do it? Yeah. Who knows what Guardians 3, if it's going to happen... It's going to happen. I, at some point, yes. It's set. I mean, even even Sean Gunn says it's going to happen. Like, I mean, you know, he's pretty close to the source. He's like, we're going to do it. We all want to do it. It's just... It's interesting know. that the uh, Suicide Squad cast is starting to firm up a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, briefly, obviously, we know that Will Smith is out. Idris Elba's in. Uh, I'm wondering if Big Dave... Well, yeah, he wants him. He already said he wants him. Oh, he did? Yeah, he wants him. Well, so it's already in the works. He's, he's wrestling at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, just, so yeah. back on Earth. Uh, this Literally is and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> so back on Earth, uh, Jan Rog shows up. And this is, I mean, again, he's Jude Law, great actor. I love Jude He's playing Law such so a much. smug D-bag. He's so great. And he says, I'm so proud of you. You've come such he a tries, long way since I found you it. down by the lake. And he says, but can you keep your emotions in check long enough to take me on? I mean, which again is. I, you know, there was a moment <laughs> where I was just like, oh, she's just going to blast him before he finishes his oh, monologue. Was so odd. I mean, huh. we've been talking about that because when they did that Bank the first time, it was really funny and clever. Now you predict that every time there's a, a <laughs> diatribe going on, they're getting blasted. So anyway, but and of course she does. But this is what he said. He goes, he goes, can you keep your emotions in check long enough to take me on without your powers, or will they, or they will they get the better of you as always? So again, I think I I'm on Linnea's side. I think there's definitely a little, yeah, you know, you know, no, don't be so emotional. You know, I guess now that you guys are talking about it. And see, I guess I just context. read it is like him trying to Connor into like, hey, don't use the stuff that could really kick my ass. <laughs> but like, I, I think now, it is. It, that's yeah. what he's saying. It's just it has a. a I just double. didn't read it as a gender. There's yeah. also, I mean, there's a very political point where about refugees in this, where they, yeah. you know, that's a very poignant thing that they're talking about. Where they're talking about, like, I think she's talking to Telos, or maybe she's talking to Jude Law, when she's just like, what do you like? He's like they're they're bad. They're not good for whatever. And it's just like, oh, I see what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. Like I think that there, if you can get it in there, uh, organically, go for it. Put it, you know, do whatever. Yeah. He he blasted. Her. We saw it coming. But a funny little moment. You know, he's basically like, come on. And she's like, I have nothing to prove to you. Which I think right. is a good. You know. And she strands him, doesn't she? Does she strand him? Well, on Earth? no. She puts no. She, she sh- sends him, him back off. to yeah. Hala. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. She drags him to the ship, programs it, and she says, "Tell the supreme intelligence, I'm coming <laughs> to end the war. Lies everything." And so my theory mm-hmm. is either Avengers four, five is going to be the Kree Scroll War because that does come to Earth at one at some point, or it's Secret Invasion, and Secret Invasion is all Scrolls. Gotcha. That's go. If you've never read it, go find it. Like, don't do the side stuff because that you know Marvel sucks at that. But if you could, if you find that main story, there are a lot of characters who you thought were real 
mm. who were not real. Interesting. So and they're yeah. scroll in disguise. And they're That's funny. In disguise. So anyway, things are wrapping up. Uh, Fury does some more baby talk with Goose. This is the <laughs> moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Where he's, oh, such a good boy. Good job. And then Goose scratches the crap out of his and eye. he's like i'll be fine and yeah. then i love our mental do you hear like, what he do you remember what like, he said no you won't oh mother flurkin <laughs> yeah. that's a good line but i do like that even uh fury's just like it's just a cat scratch yeah. and i like mendelson's just like oh no you'll be fine and he's just kind of like shaking his head like no we won't <laughs> and that's it's how great. we that's and how at first fury I was, scratch fever it is yeah. scratch scratch fever. i was right. surprised at first you know because i'm like they keep teasing it and i'm like oh they're just teasing it again so I, like, th- I, it, I feel like there's a there's a picture in Winter Soldier of Robert Redford with like Robert Redford knows the story hmm. or ha- maybe it's the story that Fury told him but I feel like there's a con- like Robert Redford's character knew something about how Fury lost his eye well the other thing that is again it's debatable it's completely debatable on whether or not Fury's being genuine or if he's trying to sell himself differently but in one of those movies i can't remember which one it is he's talking to the avengers and he says you know what happened the last time i trusted someone blah blah blah, i lost an eye so it doesn't oh. jive unless you think that fury's lying to them to pep and talk fury them. very well could yeah. we know so, that, well what did he lie well, to you trust that cat that's true yeah that's no what no I'm that's saying. the yeah. thing oh. last time it, you could that's gotcha the, that's you the could debate. interpret you could that say way that yeah. who did he lie to to get them together what what lie did he tell Cause like there was a there's a ask Linnea sounds like yeah. she's got the memory. So for this. do you, <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like is in the first Avengers where they're not coming, they're not gelling, and he makes up it's, a story, or is it something about Coulson? Well, I was gonna say it was the um the cube when he, uh, they were like, why you why you in the energy business or whatever? Yeah, and he said, oh, we're just keeping you know because Thor came to Earth or whatever. Okay, but I think it was. But it turns out he they were making weapons with it. That was the lie that mm. Captain America oh, and Tony right. both came up with is that they were using the cube to make weapons. Right, but isn't wasn't there something about Coulson? Like, doesn't he throw down? Like, oh, the the cards, the, the cards? Captain America cards. Like, and that was the that was the key to bring them together. Was yeah, he had the Captain America cards, at, you know, mint condition right. in his <laughs> locker, oh. and he says that they were in his pocket. They're covered in blood. That's right. But he went to the body and put the blood on them. And yeah. threw them down, yeah. and that's that's what spawned the Avengers. He's like, I gotta tell them something to get them together. So, so he has a history of lying. Yeah, you know, well, yeah. It's, so he, it's just neither here nor there. But if you remember that scene, it's debatable right. whether you know. But it works. It technically works. As we wrap it up, Carol says she has to leave Earth because she has to go take She's on the Kree and Ronan and all that stuff. Finally, she took the pager back when they were going to the files. I feel like the, she's like, "What is this?" Yeah, and so and so finally, she gives it back to him. It looks all decked out or whatever. It looks like with what technology. we see at the end of it. And of so we know, War. obviously. Right. And she says, "In case of emergencies only, it should work a couple of galaxies away." Right, and um, then she takes off. We cut back to Shield. This is so. There's I consider this a a, a credit like a post credit sequence. Like there's three of them. I th- cause this one, I like the movie tech credit, but eh, the movie's technically over. She's gone. <laughs> okay. And then we get the reveal. So a pre credit sequence. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so the movie, the movie, not real. I don't really know. It's, <laughs> it's not like it, it doesn't really do anything to the, you know what I mean? Like it, it feels I like get it, what you're saying. It, it, it has the tone of a post yes. scene. Yeah. You yeah. could not watch it. And still the movie you watched had a full story Correct. arc. I, I get it, but, right. but it's a really fun, nice moment that uh, Fury is typing up on his computer, the protectorate, 
the protector the protector initiative right and colson comes in uh fury has like a silver uh, eye. A, a eye patch yeah. a pre-eye patch he's obviously just been to the doctor and his eye is gone uh he brings him a box of eyes colson brings a bunch <laughs> of different color eyes to choose from uh obviously he just chooses an eye patch he does end. not go with an eye um but uh he he also brings him the file or he had it on his desk of of captain carol avenger danvers right well and the, next the, to the name on maria's airplane is photon okay which is what her daughter ends up being gotcha. called later. So we know that you know Captain the, the Avenger, Carol Avenger. Yeah, Danvers. the Avengers poli- the Avengers initiative yeah. was named after Carol. So it's a cute little tie in. Oh, you fine. don't have to have it, but you know how they come up with that name? It's it's yeah. No, I, I could, thought it was because I think there's there's this is just a, a prequel that really doesn't do much for the overarching story. So I think that they're kind of trying to tie it in as many ways as they could. Right. And so I liked that. It was fun. no. I thought it was. I thought yeah. I thought it was a good little thing. So then the the two post credit yeah. sequences is uh, we see. The pager being held up by, um, like, you know. We see uh, our Avengers. Well, we see some of the Avengers. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? So we know which ones survived. Because yeah. we never saw. I don't, do we see Bruce at the end of Endgame? I um, feel like we don't see Bruce. I'm Because he, sure. in, in, he was in, like, yeah. that Hulkbuster, that awful CG head. Oh, that was, that was bad. bad. But anyway, but so, so we it's see Black Widow. Black Widow, St- Steve Rogers, and Bruce. Bruce Banner. Um, and the pager turns off. Yeah, and they're turn just it like, back he's on. like, I turn, can't turn it back yeah. on. Like, I don't know what it is. Cap turns around, and there's Carol. Yeah, and she's like, "Where's and her hair's longer? Where's Fury? Where's Fury?" Yeah. And that's how it cuts off. Yeah, and I have a feeling that's just a kind of like what they did with uh, what was it going into? Oh, you think Civil that's a War? scene from Endgame? Okay, yes. yeah. And then what was the the post? Uh, the other the cat pukes up the tesseract. That that <laughs> is probably my favorite post credit scene. Of, like that's shawarma level. Like call you know it, what i mean it's yeah if they, you have a cat if you're a cat person you totally get those noises <laughs> they got that 100 percent because he starts making the noises that, i thought it was gonna be gonna i thought it was gonna be crease oh no yeah. it just is it, a is a cat owner it's like that was so hilarious <laughs> and the way they do it the, uh, uh, they start yeah. like working and it, it stops up and it blo- yeah. yeah so funny and that's how it is and he starts cleaning himself that's yeah. exactly <laughs> what cats do uh and then it says you know captain marvel will return in yeah the avengers and that's where we are. That's it. And now, I, like I said, is it the best they've done? Of course not. Is it the worst they've done? Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, I think it's 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 right there in the middle for me. Gotcha. I th- you know if I had to rate it, I would say five out of ten. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I, I mean, would give it like a six and a half to a seven. That's fine. Yeah. I just for me, it was just a passable movie. Uh, it had some good parts. It had some parts that I really had problems with. But at the end of the day, it, it wasn't bad, and it definitely doesn't deserve the troll job. That it's, like, no it's movie deserves crazy. That. Like like the people rating it zero, and they're trying to defend it, saying, "Oh, it's a bad movie." This and that. No, it's not a zero. Let's no. all be realistic. Marvel here. has never made yeah. a zero. Yeah, I even mean, but, even Thor: The Dark World, Iron Man two aren't zeros. Yeah, right. It's obnoxious to, to for people to defend those ratings with whatever. Um, but I think the more important, Tom, you felt the same, right? It's kind of middle of the road. I don't think I'd give it five out of ten. To me, that's an F. That's fifty oh. percent. I mean, if my kid brought home was <laughs> my kid brought home was a test with got five out of ten, I'd be like, you're gonna retake that test. <laughs> but um, uh, but but I agree. I think it, it was one of the more middling efforts. It's by no means a bad movie. Yeah. Um. But, I say five out of ten because I just say so middle of the, like it's yeah. not bad, not good. I just mean it's in the middle. I just yeah, I just I hard for me to hear ten point scale gotcha. is like yeah. you know is it the same as one to a hundred, which would make yeah. that fifty. I'd get, uh, you know I still stand by it, but I get it. Yeah, I, I I'm in the minority here. I know. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean I I definitely think it was a a more middling effort for Marvel, but 
I mean, overall, I enjoyed it, but I definitely think it's also on that sliding scale. This is right. Marvel. They have, absolutely they have earned. Is, sure. I just talked if to this Tom. Was DC would be gushing. Yes, I just <laughs> talked to Tom about this, and I go, God, how has Kevin Feige, this mastermind, done this and 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 not failed yet? And so, like, I feel like on that scale, then seeing this movie, it's like, oh, this is. I, I'm not saying it's totally terrible, but I mean no. this is the first one where you're questioning it. Like, wow, Linnea, what did this mean to you? That that was my question. I, what this is all leading up <laughs> to is the most important thing is overall as a movie. You know, like what did this do other than just being entertaining or well done? I mean, I thought it was I thought it was great. I I think I agree with you that I mean it's a little disappointing that the first like Marvel female superhero movie wasn't you know the best one or whatever. Sure, but, sure. I think that's like, a big Black factor. Black Panther came out there, you know, and was really good top five or whatever. But uh, yeah, no, I thought it, I thought it was great. And I mean, it's I think it should definitely be the start of more. But do you, I mean, the backlash just shows exactly why we need it. Oh, yeah, no, that, I told that's yeah, exactly that's right. Sure. 100%. Do, you, do you think that with the six? Obviously, this was going to succeed no matter what. Mm-hmm. Well, it's already succeeded. Right. That's what, I'm, that's what I mean. <laughs> it has do, you, do you think that Marvel will take the, the risk on a rated R Black Widow movie? Oh, I don't think Marvel. I don't think I, so. They'll never. I don't think so. MC will never do. A I don't radar think they'll movie. ever do. I mean, I think they'll continue to make Deadpool rated R Deadpool different. movies. Yeah. Maybe they'll make more rated R Wolverine movies. Yeah. But I don't think they're gonna. And I, I don't think that they're gonna make anything that ties in that closely with the with the, the current Avengers. MCU. MCU, yeah. As an as a rated. Do you R thing. want a Black Widow movie? I don't know if we really need it at this point, okay. but I mean, if she's the only other <laughs> female yeah. character well, out there, and this is, this I is mean, the, I, I think that the advantage that they have is now that they've got Sue, they've got Sue Storm, they've got all of the X-Men, they've got right. uh, Jessica Drew, they've got uh, Jessica Jones. They're going to be able to do some great so they've stuff got with the, the X-Men. Like the, the, the female characters have skyrocketed yeah. since the Fox the game. X-Men characters because they're so powerful oh, yeah. and they're such complex characters I mean, Jean, like Jean Grey is still one of them yeah. I mean Jean uh, Grey Storm Jubilee S- so Rogue not, so not looking forward to the Fox no, version that, of Jean Grey I gotta tell you I, I got the trailer the newest trailer for Dark Phoenix at the beginning of this yeah and I was like what a yeah poop yeah. show they're so, just yeah, they're dumping not looking they're, <laughs> they're dumping that in the theaters for the quick for the quick cash yeah. grab yeah Disney's yeah. just like you made it already they're yeah. fine there's some Fox CEOs that their bonuses are tied to it and they're sure. just like kick it out there before I, the deadline can we get it out before game of thrones starts because yeah. that's what we need to have happen i think the other frustrating thing for me is that marvel has had this amazing female character in black widow since iron man 2 and it feels a little bit um it just feels like a little she got bit, passed it, over it feels a little bit insulting because yeah. So we have two more movies before this whole thing wraps up, this whole story arc with the Infinity War and Thanos and the Gauntlet. Like we've what? been building what? up to We have one. We're done. We're, no, we're... I, I know that this and I mean, this oh, is. Oh, I see what you're this, saying. These yes, are, yes, yes. I'm sorry. She made her entrance. Yes. With with two movies concluding the you. last two movies. Of I'm this. with you. We've built up the entire time. Black Widow's awesome. Scarlett Johansson's awesome in that role. She kicks ass. So many great actors. And scenes. she's an established actress who can headline a film. So you don't have that as an excuse of right. like, well, as an actor, she hasn't yeah, been she tested can't o- she can't open a movie. from a business standpoint. Absolutely. So you have yeah. all this going on over the past almost 10 years from the basically beginning of this franchise. And then Captain Marvel comes because I think she's the deus ex machina to beat Thanos. Sure. I mean, they, they Black chose, Widow cannot she do cannot that. She cannot beat Thanos. Yeah, right. so, character cannot. So at the end of 10 years of 24 movies or whatever, they put in Captain Marvel because she's powerful, can beat Thanos. 
And I just feel like, man, Black Widow should have had a movie seven years ago. And so it just feels a little frustrating that yeah. that it went down this way. Is it the move? We needed it no matter what. I'm happy that a female-led superhero is getting made. I'm so happy to see you know little girls dressing like Captain Marvel. Oh, it's amazing. People with a hero kicking ass. The, the accomplishment is great, and I love what it stands for. Just part of me is like, God, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson just sitting there. We should have had that movie before. And it's getting made. Like, let's not... Yeah. It, there is a Black Widow movie that is in the pipeline. Totally. No, totally. Kevin Feige but, did say it will yeah. not be rated R. Okay. Yeah, and that but, was in February. So, so I think that's part of it, too, where I'm just like, man, that would have made a great movie, and... Yeah, she's I mean, she's very Captain America esque. Mm-hmm. Like her background is all in, you know, spies yeah. and you know, all the, the, the spy world. Totally. So she could make a I mean that that's a there's been a lot of Black Widow comics. Yeah. Uh I refer to the Mark Wade Chris Somney run. Uh go get that. Yeah. It's amazing. Go get that stuff. And one of the best parts, even if I don't love the movie, you know, as much as some other people, I love online seeing all the people. Yeah, like, that's, another, that's what's important. Seeing that, yeah. I mean, I'm just one person with an opinion. And if you like this movie or love it, I'm totally on board. Linnea, you loved it. I'm so happy you did. Like, genuinely, when I see these pictures online of these people talking about taking their kids, dressing up, buying the merchandise and stuff, and, and girls of all age, women, to see a hero they can relate to. Like, it's going to cost me a wig at Halloween. I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. that. At the end <laughs> Not of the, for me. Yeah. I have, oh. I have, I have two brunettes. Nets in yeah. my house, gotcha. so yeah. spice and bleach. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the fact that they're accomplishing this, the fact that Wonder Woman did that at DC, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is doing this at Marvel. It's about time. This is what we need, and so I am happy for what it represents and that people are digging it. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a it's a good. It's fi- it, It's finally here, and it should have been here a long yeah. time ago. Absolutely. Well, Linnea, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Any final thoughts that we didn't touch upon about the movie? I don't think so. I think we really. We really hit everything. I mean, we were talking for a while. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> She's like, do we need more? It's two hours. Yeah. I just want to make sure after her sitting around this yeah. long that she didn't get past Yeah, everything. totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's not like, they mansplained right. the whole time. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> and, and thank you in person, you know, for being a Patreon subscriber. Absolutely. We really appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. You've been a you've been a proponent of the show and a fan, a League of Shoshers member and now a patron. And it means a lot to us. So It does. So it's it, really yeah. cool. Yeah. I also appreciate that she's wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt. Oh, look at that. Um, (laughs) So uh, I guess uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And uh, Linnea, uh, would you like to be found? And if so, where can they do that? Sure. uh, Twitter, um, at Linnea1928. Do you want to spell Linnea for him? Yeah, L-I-N-N-E-A. What's the 1928? It was my mailbox in college. Nice. nice. Oh, I thought you were a big Mickey Mouse fan. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, awesome. And then uh, well, you can find the show at facebook.com slash real spoilers uh, or on Twitter at real spoilers. And of course, don't forget Apple Podcasts where you can go there, rate, review, and subscribe. Love so. seeing all the new reviews, everyone. Keep that up. Yes. yes. Thank you Great. so much. Thank you so much. And, uh, so, and of course, Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers. Who knows, maybe one day you will be a big, famous internet podcast celebrity Is it like, like Linnea, Linnea Thunsell. Not yet, but might be some paparazzi outside. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's it for this one. I guess coming up next week, we're going to tackle what Triple Frontier. That's right. Uh, yeah. Which is in select theaters, but will by then be on your Netflix. So you'll have no excuse for not having seen the movie unless, of course, you don't have Netflix, in which case you would have an excuse. Yeah. So in which in case you are already borrowing someone else's <laughs> yeah, Netflix, so. so you still don't have yeah. an excuse. So uh, anyway, that's it th- for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, patience is cleared of Dr. Slavicki's death. <laughs> Take this pink
Catwoman. Oh, oh. oh. Cat, the movie Catwoman. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. It's... Look, look. There aren't very many female superhero movies I can call back to. Don't blame me. Yeah, I've just blame changed my our, mind. Blame our patriarchal society. Yeah, I just completely changed my mind. Thank God for this Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. You know, now that you put it in perspective, right? Barbed so. wire was the next one. Oh, <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.